2: And let's get this fucking show started.
3: Pretty cool, I got the keys so i just coming in you know, with the camera and the music.
1: Tony? Oh. What is his name, Tony? I don't
3: Lois can never have Superman's body. Ah yes, incredible Hulk melon body. Ah, ah, ah.
1: Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle problems in the sixth grade, but oh no, you
4: wanted to play Little League instead. Superman's a hero.
0: One looks like.
3: Thank you Thank Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder.
2: The only way you could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom
4: That would kill him. Fantastic forum. assemble. We are back with you live once again on our home for live broadcasting, ballgames.com. We're coming at you live from out here in the West Coast. Uh, we have a pretty interesting show for you today. We got, we we'll to be talking a little, little bit about Wonder Woman Bloodlines. We were supposed to get to it last week, but we, we boosted it. We boosted it. Um. But yeah, we got that. We got, you know, your Weekly Titans update, your Watchmen update. Gonna be also reviewing New Mutants. New Mutants number one for Marvel. (laughs) And then uh, I was supposed to review Family Tree, but I'll just tease you with it. I'll do it next week. On the line, I got the usual suspects with me. I got Larry somewhere over there watching a My Little Pony trailer, I'm sure.
2: Nah, man. Nah, man. Is it, Isn't boofing? Doesn't that mean like having sex in England?
4: Yeah, I fucked it.
2: Got it. Yeah. We <laughs> it fucked it up. Got just it.
4: Like, just like Kavanaugh. <laughs> That's the. I thought he coined the term boofing. Well, Maybe. Um, on the line also we got Joe. Joe did a good job of introducing me to a new band today named Party Cannon. They sound lively. I like them. But yeah, say what's up, Joe. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, it's all good. Hey, what's up, everybody?
4: You know, in in our little pre-production chat earlier today, Joe, I forgot to tell you that we never got around to talk about Final Space.
0: That Did we
2: not?
4: We didn't. Because then you missed a couple while I was catching up. Oh. And then Oz, like I kept explaining it to Oz on the air, so he wants to know more, but he's not here either.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: definitely. At some point, do that.
4: Yeah.
0: Like it's great.
4: And then. um,
0: And did you happen to catch the new Rick and Morty?
4: Oh yeah, I guess I could talk about that if you if you watched it because I I like.
0: I. It was amazing. It was (laughs) great. Like especially the post-credit scene.
4: Oh, I didn't even see that yet. I always forget uh, that they have post-credit scenes.
0: Oh, it's amazing! It, it ties the whole episode together. Like, Aww. it's just genius. Like, I love it.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about all those Titans, Watchmen, New Year's number one, your uh, Wonder Woman bloodlines, and Rick and Morty
1: premiere season four premiere.
4: um you know you can get a hold of us the, the usual way if you listen week in and week out you kind of know but
1: if you don't i think the lady will tell you right here i guess i should hit the button want to get in on the action <laughs> ben we ben won't know the difference on Skype and join the fun. too shy to call in that's okay you can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. But yeah, I
4: also want to tell you that this show is brought to you by the good people at Jeffrey's Comics. And um yeah, you can give them a call and buy comics from them. They should give you a deal or something. I don't even know what the, the details of that is. But all you got to do is just give them a call
1: 310-538-3198. At that number that you just heard, here it is once again. 310 well, But yeah, that's it. And I guess uh,
4: in chat you can join us, which the lady told you about. But one other thing going on in chat, t- Tiger Claw I'm trying to find out. He was, man, he was trying to make sure we saw the Sonic trailer. He posted like 15 times on Facebook news group. He did, uh, so I just watched it right now and I only watched half of it just to get him riled up. But in chat, we got, uh, hecked in chat says, Ain't it about, about time? Oh, cool. FF by the ocean.
1: I don't know what that means. Probably his background. Is. Uh, he also says, RIP Larry. Wow, Larry ousted. Long live Mo. <laughs>
2: I agree. Long live, Mo.
4: Uh, and then Tiger Claw says, What's up, so Fantastic Forum? Some thought it would be impossible, but Paramount delivered on their promise and redesigned Sonic from the ground up. Thanks for this new trip.
1: Yeah. It, it actually, like,
2: it looks real good.
4: Yeah, but it looked good th- originally, too. It just, the design wasn't that good.
2: No, no, that's but the design is what we're talking about.
4: Right? Oh, well, I mean, I guess I, I the trailer to me felt the same, uh, but it was a weird design they chose to go with.
2: Yeah, like Sonic looked weird.
4: Yeah, but he didn't. Look now weird. he doesn't. He didn't look that weird now. Yeah, I, I don't get why they felt like they needed to change his design at all.
2: Because the fans were like, he looks weird.
4: No, no, no. Originally.
2: Like, oh, I agree. Right. I agree. Like, what he looks like now is what he probably should look like from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you know how people do, man. Like, they mess around. Everybody wants to put their stamp on stuff. They're like, oh, this is our Sonic. I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you have your Sonic. Good for you.
1: Oscar B. Drunk at Chat says some redneck was telling me about the Who, a heavy metal Mongolian throat singing. There's a few things, uh, but yeah.
4: I guess should we jump into the, the new mutants first?
1: Get that out of the way. Oh, how dare you!
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we we can. However, can I just say real quick? I think I made a thing, you guys. What uh, uh, a, My drink. Huh? I think I I I, cre- I inadvertently created. And upside down pineapple cake cocktail.
1: What do you use?
2: Pineapple seltzer and cake vodka.
1: I guess that'll do. Oh, that sounds good,
2: dude. I I had no idea. Like, it's what it's what I had, and I put it together, and I'm like, oh my god, this is del-. like. I'm like, I almost want to go to the store and buy a pineapple and a cherry just to put like on the top of it, <laughs> like. That would just make it perfect. It tastes so good. So if, like, I'm using um, Simply Truth seltzer water, the pineapple-flavored seltzer water, and friggin' UV cake vodka, which that's, like, I mean, the, the seltzer is good stuff. The UV cake vodka is probably not the best cake vodka you'd taste. So you could probably get a better cake vodka and even have a better pineapple upside down like cake cocktail.
4: I'm not a big fan of those sweetened vodka, the flavored vodkas, but the one that I like is the Pinnacle. Oh, yeah, Pinnacle. The good. whipped cream vodka.
2: Pinnacle whipped cream vodka's pretty good.
4: <laughs> that one, because it, it just... It, oh. What happened?
2: I'm looking at the chat and Oz posted a pineapple upside down cake in a glass recipe. Damn it. Damn it, Oz. Why you got to steal my joy? I thought I made something. R.I.P. Larry again, says that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go kill myself. You're right. Why why am I living?
4: But that whipped cream vodka is not, like the sweetness is subtle. And whatever you mixed it with, it, it just has a hint of that. And I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe the whipped cream, I can make with that with that seltzer that you're talking about. We can yeah. do like a, a pineapple cream pie in a glass. Yeah. Patent pending. Yeah.
2: Damn. There's like multiple upside down pineapple upside. I didn't know people like pineapple upside down cake this much.
4: Look, I we haven't seen that surge of action in chat in a while. <laughs> so about, like, it's, time know, start, right? it's time to start our our, our Bon Vivant podcast, Larry. Talking about food and, and drink and, and all that.
1: Let's do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: Also, we forgot to mention that we might talk about The Mandalorian.
2: Listen, I, I, I know your plan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Tyre just posted something that reminded me. It says that Disney Plus has... Something with racist content. And then Heck said everything with Walt. <laughs> but uh I, I'm I'm surprised to see that they actually didn't edit that out. So
2: Yeah. Okay. Look, does that mean I can watch Lady and the Tramp with the uh Siamese Cat scene in there? Cause I was like when they're talking about doing a live action Lady and the Tramp, I'm like, man, that Siamese cat scene can't like that whole thing is problematic. That's <laughs> out already, right? Yeah, yeah, it came out on it premiered on Disney Plus.
4: and I'm disappointed with Disney Plus.
0: <laughs> are you?
4: It has nothing it, you,
2: Are you too, Jay?
0: I told you I was going to be disappointed.: Oh jeez.
2: Okay, so so Mo, why are you disappointed with Disney plus? It doesn't
4: have anything.
2: What, when you say it doesn't have anything, what does that mean?
4: Like okay, it, it launched yesterday I, I log in. I start up. I watch the Mandalorian. Okay, cool. It's thirty nine minutes. It's a little too short, but fuck it. Then I'm like, okay, what else am I going to watch? What did they launch this app with? Of oh, new content, original content, and there's nothing.
2: There's there's a whole slew of original content. Name like, there's one.
4: Eight like S- shows. High, high School Musical. Well, Yeah. I don't want to watch still that. Still counts. It's
2: not it's not for you, but yeah, it counts.
4: Yeah, look, it's not for me. What else? There's nothing. What you didn't me? watch
2: the Jeff Goldblum joint?
4: I don't give a fuck about no Jeff Goldblum.
1: Well, okay.
4: I mean, I want to see him in a you, cool movie. Like, I don't want to see him you, play piano or whatever the fuck he's doing.
2: If you watched that show, you'd probably like it.
4: The thing is that show would have been on National Geographic regardless.
2: What what are you saying? Like you're saying that if it, if there was no Disney Plus, it would have been on National Geographic? Yeah but but there is Disney Plus and it is there. So right. what what's the point?
4: No, I'm just saying that it, that's not what you launched that app.
2: <laughs> you launched the app with the Mandalorian.
4: Yeah, what else? But I want to so that means I'm just going to spend 39 minutes and 51 seconds on the app that day? Uh maybe? Yeah, that's I don't
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. want other stuff
4: to watch. I wanted to have not watched in a long time that you probably would enjoy. Yeah. If I've already seen it from Disney, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see it again.
2: Okay. I mean, hey, that's fair.
0: Why are you disappointed with it, Jay? Uh, there's no Fillmore.
2: It's a good reason to be disappointed, Jay. I wish there was Fillmore.
0: I mean, they're actually missing like a whole bunch of cartoons that I feel should be on there.
2: I I will say that there's a suspicious amount of Disney cartoons that aren't on there that have leads of color.
0: And it's weird. They have the Proud Family movie, but not the Proud Family series.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: It's like, yeah, it's it's disappointing.
4: You know what else they had? They had something
1: black that, they don't have it the Black Cauldron. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do? Oh, the, oh, it is there? Yeah, oh, okay. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> and they fucked up The Simpsons.
2: <laughs> uh, t- tell the people... It was fine when I watched it. Tell the people how they messed The Simpsons up for you, Bo.
4: Well, they made all the episodes 16, point, 16 to 9 aspect ratio but the first 20 seasons of The Simpsons were done in four by four to three aspect ratio. So that means that you cut out the top and the bottom of the frame, and a lot of the jokes, especially in the earlier seasons, were kind of visual. They get cut off.
2: Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's probably all right.
4: I mean, not for me. But, I mean, no, no, look, Again, if people cared, it wouldn't have gotten to this point. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: I, I will say this. Like, I, I fully understand that I'm probably not the typical streaming service, like, viewer. And b- because of that, probably, I was very satisfied with, with Disney+. Plus. Like, I watched, like... I watched The Mandalorian yesterday evening... Uh, during the day, while I was working, I put on um, Star Wars: The Clone Wars in the background.
0: That's another uh, thing. The Johny Tartakovsky uh, Clone Wars. You know, I was those were supposed to be
2: there, but they're, but they're
0: not.
2: Yeah, I I didn't see them either, which a, I
4: was a little. They had like, a lot of. People I was of color leads in those too. <laughs>
2: Green
4: people, yeah, black people,
0: orange people, orange women of color. There it is. They have the Force of Destiny or whatever that dumb shit is called. They had the what? The Forces of Destiny or something? I don't know. Oh. Some Star Wars cartoon where it's like the women leads and or Ashoka's in it for some reason. Did you watch it? No.
2: Oh, so why are you calling it dumb?
0: It looks dumb. What, because it's women? No, because it's hopping around in the timeline. I don't need it going back and forth. I need a straightforward timeline. How do you know it goes back and forth if you didn't watch it? Because I looked at the episode thumbnails. The show, the first one has Ray in it, and like down the line one has Ashoka in it. Ashoka's before Ray.
2: So, so it's dumb because the episodes don't go in the chronological order of the characters? Yes. Sounds like a bad reason to call
1: something dumb, Joe.
0: You know what else is interesting? I looked at DuckTales, and their episodes are out of order.
2: Well, what makes the episodes out of order?
0: Well, because there's a through-line story, there are some events that take place before others,
1: and they have the out-of-order. Hmm. But then
2: they, the episodes have numbers, right?
0: Um, They say the episode number, but they're wrong. E- that's fair.
2: And then they were broadcast in the in the, the order that you know them to have gone in? Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe someone made a mistake.
0: I hope they fix that shit. Or, or what happens, Jay? Then I won't watch it. Why can't you just watch
2: I'm it in the order that you know it goes in?
0: It's easier to watch it on Amazon, where they have the correct order. Derek but yes. they don't have the correct order for Rupert. Which kind of sucks. Anyway, what did Derek Gate say?
4: <laughs> he said he's canceling his subscription next week.
0: Oh, me too. You dumb.
1: I don't know, man. He said Spider-got Spider-o spoke
0: up before all of you. Say what? So I signed up for the free trial because I woke up before you.
2: Oh, did you really?
0: Yeah, I didn't want to bug you at like 6 in the morning for the password.
1: Yeah, that was a good idea. I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> at, six, at 6 in the morning, I didn't know what the password was. <laughs> I would have been like, I, I have no idea. I really don't. I like, I had to mess around in uh spitball it once I remembered that it launched, and I was like, oh, I think now if I was me, what I would have made the password was this.
0: And it worked. And I was like,
2: yay, hooray for our side.
0: Derek H says, you know you're a nerd when you complain because the episode order of DuckTales messes up the storyline arc for Dewey.
2: <laughs> Look, but Derek H knew exactly what you were talking about, though.
0: But he Oh, was, oh, oh it's not a Dewey storyline? Huh? I'm talking about Lena, not Dewey.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then that just makes it sound like he's not as big of a nerd as you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, Jay Jay is out here proving Derek H's point. <laughs> not Dewey, it's Lena.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
2: I, but I will say, like, I don't know how, like, I, what I, well, here's what I'll say. I have heard that people were having issues with, with the app itself.
4: Which I predicted.
2: You you did say that. I personally didn't have any issues. I don't know if either of you did.
0: No. Oh, yeah. But I think because I was, because I did it so early, like, when I downloaded it, it wouldn't even connect to the service. <laughs> it did connect. Like the search engine was broken and like a lot of the content was unavailable. And I know a bunch of people had the same problem, but as long as they got it fixed that day, I mean, let's say when Disneyland opened, like not, none of the rides worked. Other so <laughs> app- <laughs> than that at least. See, I know that
2: when, when I, like I maybe opened it up maybe about like 11 or noon. And, uh, like, it was fine for me. Like, it, no, nothing, like, at no point during the day, and I watched it pretty much all day, nothing stuttered, stopped, nothing. Like, the only thing I can say is I do believe that it takes, like, maybe a half second or a second and a half longer to switch from screen to screen than, like, any other app?
0: That's interesting because I had some stuttering even today, oh. but it does excel in like language transitioning.
4: Yeah, like yeah. They,
0: they have es- like I that, and it's like damn near seamless.
4: They had two types of Spanish.
0: I know,
2: right? They have oh, like es- okay.
4: Espanol and Espanol. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, and they got the closed captions jumping off. Um, you know what I will say? I there was something... Say- oh, go ahead.
0: Uh, I will say it is great that they at very least have an app, unlike DC Universe, which makes me watch Titans on my phone.
4: <laughs>
1: like a sucker.
4: <laughs> and you know what sucks is because you're watching it on your phone, like it puts me on season one automatically, and I don't know how to get to season two on my phone. <laughs> 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 that shit ain't funny. Like, oh man, over here on the on the elliptical machine trying to catch up. I
2: what what I will say Disney uh, Disney Plus does not have that I feel like just about every other hap, app or streaming service does have, which I was a little surprised by, is um. It doesn't have, like, or at least I didn't see any recently watched tab or anything.
4: Oh, yeah. I don't care about
0: that. They just, say what? Everything is recently watched. Wait, what would you say, Jay? So they just opened. It's not going to have a recently watched tab yet.
2: Why, why would it not have a recently watched tab? Like, as soon as you watch something, recently watched a pop up.
4: Well, right? everything they launched with is something you've already seen.
2: No, dude. I'm talking about like what you actually watch. No,
4: I know what you mean, but it's like, <laughs> I know I recently watched *The Little Mermaid* before the ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that at all. Where I'm like, wow, like that seems like it's one of those things. Like it feels like uh, when a video game, you're like you're playing a shooter and it doesn't have like a sprint. You're like, why is there no sprint? Like, haven't we gotten past this? Because it's 1994. <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well. Uh, Derek H. says it has a watch list, which is true. You can add things to your watch list, but that's not the same as recently watched. Like, you know, you know, I mean, if I mess around and, like, stop watching something and then turn my app off and then go away and then come back and turn it on... I'm used to being able to, like, just go to a spot where it's like, okay, here's the last few things you were watching. Do you want to watch any of those? Or you want to keep watching any of those? And Disney Plus at this moment doesn't have it. I'm sure it will be there in, like, the next month. But I'm just like, wow, that's weird. Like, who? Like, I'm wondering who was the person that was like, ah, oh, we don't need
0: recently watched.
4: Uh, Tiger Claw says, let me see if it has the MTV Spider-Man. And it's probably not gonna, because that's Viacom.
0: I don't think I saw it when I was looking at Spider Man. They didn't buy it. Yeah, I don't think.
4: They didn't buy it. But they
0: asked by the woman.
4: Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: Let me. Like, you can
2: literally go to. There was a point where it was like Marvel then and now or something. And it was like going from like the old Marvel cartoons to like the more recent joints and to the. TV shows and movies and all that, and I was like, man, like that's pretty cool. Even though it didn't have like the really old, like it didn't have like the old Captain America joint, which I was disappointed by. Yeah, no. They oh yeah, those aren't there. Yeah, I would like you can't. You're not gonna get like the Iron Man and the Captain America and all that stuff. But but I mean, honestly, there's the a Spider lot Kane, of other random stuff on there too. Did it have
4: there, the too. '90s like Iron Man?
2: Oh yeah. It has the Silver Surfer joint?
4: Yeah, no, I know that. But I have that already. I don't need that.
2: It has has all types of stuff, man. It has all those Avengers cartoons. (laughs) Even the terrible, terrible
4: ones. Does it have Earth's Mightiest Heroes?
2: It does. Yes. It has, like, three X-Men cartoons. So you can watch the 90s X-Men. You can watch Wolverine and the X-Men. You can watch... X Men Evolution. All, <laughs> you can watch whatever you want. You watch can watch all the ones we probably
0: didn't should have avoid: Wolverine and the X Men.
2: <laughs> Listen, guess what? Guess what I'm gonna get to watch, Jay?
0: Uh, Gravity Falls.
2: Gravity Falls, Jay, because I got a place to watch it now. <laughs> but that's on Hulu
4: too. Say what? Oh, actually, no. Though it actually
1: expired on Hulu last like, two weeks ago.
2: I don't. I don't have Hulu.
1: Uh, what douche!
2: <laughs> <Doosh. laughs> it's like I almost got it with uh, the Disney Plus bundle with ESPN Plus. But yeah, then, but
4: you don't need that. If you got Disney Plus, you I, don't need that. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to watch. Well, the thing is, you you have like cable and shit, so you don't need like more right. television.
2: Exactly. That that's the whole thing. Do. Where I was only going to get it because I was like, oh, it's a deal. But then right after that, they came out with the Founder Circle joint. And I'm like, oh, I'll get that. I'm good because I'll be more than happy with Disney Plus for two and a half, three years.
0: Yeah, I just need them to bring up all the missing content. (laughs) They don't have the Muppet Show either. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have the old school Muppet Show. They have the new one.
4: Oh, they have the new one too?
0: But not the original.
4: Yeah. I like
0: the new one though. No, the new one's great.
2: I wouldn't be surprised the the original's probably are a completely
0: different set of rights, though, right? Yeah. Hey, that's that's not my problem. That's Disney's problem.
4: Look, HBO might
0: the put Disney it out at a Those rights. And put it <laughs> on tap. I mean, listen. There like
2: these these guys messed around and Like, there's a lot of random things that happened for Disney.
0: I mean, if they could get The Simpsons, they could get The Muppet Show.
2: Well, they bought
0: the whole company. Well, there you go. I don't even, we don't even. No, they probably don't even have to buy that much for The Muppet Show.
2: Well, it's probably, like, a person or something that owns it, and they're probably just asking way too much money for it.
0: If you could spend $40 billion on Star Wars, you could spend a billion or two on The Muppet Show.
2: Jay, listen, I hate to burst your bubble right now, but The Muppets ain't no Star Wars, okay?
0: I know they're better. Oh, you crazy as hell. Wars. Really? really? camps on the episode. Oh, like, The Muppet Show is what you're saying? Do they yeah. Have,
4: do they have Muppet, Muppet, Muppet babies?
0: They do. But not Let's, the cartoons. And they have like the new Disney Junior Muppet no, no, no. Babies.
4: I want, I want the cartoon.
0: No, they don't have the that
2: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind watching Muppet Babies.
4: Cause that that has um that is owned by Marvel. Marvel made that Muppet Baby. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Like the at the end card at at the end, it said Marvel Television, and it had that silver Spider Man like jumping at the screen, Uh-oh. like the logo used to Dude. back in the day.
2: I hope they add Muppet Babies. That'd be awesome. Could you, dude? I
4: mean, they I should have launched like, with that. Like, they're over here putting Jeff Goldblum like beating off or something, and they that, don't. Put that's no exactly Muppet what he was
2: doing. Anymore. He was he's he was beating off and saying your name, Moses. Like, I weaver. saw that
4: title card. Like, I'm like, where? I was are like, his, why
2: like, is he saying Moses' name?
4: The title card had Jeff Blow Goldblum does something. I, I don't know what it was. It's called Jeff <laughs> in, in yellow letters, and he's just looking. Like his hands are out of frame, and he's just looking at him. Like that dude's beating off.
2: He's like, he and then he's he looks into the camera like, and he, he says, "Oh yeah." Mo, that he is, says, "Moses Magnum, the backbone."
4: Moses Magnum, the backbone of Fantastic forum Whoa. He's, the the pillar. The pillar, the pillar is making me splooge. Whoa, I'm coming. Well, I'm coming, Larry. I'm coming.
0: But so while we're on this whole Disney app thing, oh, I thought you
4: said thought you were why, why we're about. on *Coming*.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I really thought that's what he was gonna say too. I was like, wow.
0: No, no, we we should talk about *The Mandalorian*. Yeah. Sure. Go
1: ahead. What?
4: Well,
0: Lawrence, why don't you start <laughs> yeah. us off? You were you're the big Disney proponent. Yeah,
4: you're the uh, you're the idolater.
0: Am I
2: the big Disney proponent? Yeah, something?
4: like you defend Disney every chance you get.
2: I, is that what I do? Like I Everybody knows said, that like,
4: about me? I, I literally said, like, oh, there's something racist. And then somebody in chat said e- everything with Walt. And you're just like, huh. Like, that was a cool joke. A cool racist joke about Walt Disney I, being a Nazi sympathizer. And you're like,
2: huh. I, I didn't even hear it. It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. see? I didn't look. Like, See, I didn't,
4: you, what, we rest our case.
2: What was the What was the joke? Everything was what?
4: No, Tire Claw said. Uh, they, you know, it turns out Disney Plus has some controversy because they have some racist content, and it was those like blackbirds singing, right? And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then when they responded to that, saying, "Oh, ev- everything with Walt,"
2: uh, uh-huh. that's the joke. Oh, that everything with Walt is the racist stuff.
1: Yeah, because you know Walt was a Nazi sympathizer.
2: Was Was Walt Disney a Nazi sympathizer or was he anti-Semitic? <laughs> Look, I don't even
4: I don't even know how. I don't, Larry. I don't even know if you're doing stick or if, if no. this is really like. We've gone over this.
2: You can be anti-Semitic and not a Nazi sympathizer, right?
4: I mean maybe, but I think he was both.
2: Oh, okay. Cuz he's
4: alive al- around the time, you know?
2: I don't remember Walt Disney making any cartoons about how cool Hitler was.
4: See, there you go. The Mandalorian. Him. There you go defending it. <laughs>
2: the ma- the Mandalorian. Uh of course, pro- probably the flagship uh the flagship original series from from Disney Plus, you know, out here at its launch, steeped in the Star Wars universe. Uh, It is a show about a Mandalorian bounty hunter uh, that takes place, if I'm not mistaken, between uh, episode six and seven, if I'm not mistaken. So it's after the fall of the Empire, but before the events of force awakens and um I, I think it's closer if I'm not mistaken to the fall of the empire side, but i'm not I don't know the whole uh i don't know the whole uh <laughs> timeline deal anyway uh so it like I said, it follows. The Mandalorian, which, as far as I know, we don't we don't ever get a name for this character. Um and an adventure with him being being a bounty hunter and trying to go ahead and uh uh get a bounty.
0: So Is he supposed to bring the bounty in alive?
4: Not necessarily
0: uh the 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 way
2: that I remember it is that the one he got hired, and there was kind of like you know kind of two people in the room. One was very adamant about the bounty being in being brought in alive, and the other was was a little blase about whether the the character the Bounty comes in alive or not, but, but made the distinction that the rate was lower if the Bounty was dead.
0: Okay. This is important for the ending. Gotcha.
2: Oz uh, says they make a big deal about Mandalorians never taking off their helmets. Don't they all take them off in the animated? The main character is named Mando. Do they call him Mando? No. no. Okay. And what anime series has Mandalorians with their helmets off? Does that happen? In
4: the Clone Wars.
2: Mandalorians take off their helmets in the Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. When?
4: When they, fought, they they were all hanging out, and then they start fighting that dude. Um, what's his name? There's like it's a really good fight scene. With a bunch of Mandalorians and this Sith guy.
2: Oh man, I gotta and, uh, go to. They Disney were hanging Plus out in this it.
4: like temple type area, without like some of them had their helmets on and some of them have them off. I remember a, a female had her her helmet off. But that was pre Disney anyway. This is Disney's Mandalorians. <laughs> why, why, it's you like the, like, why? Why you laughing? like Say what? Why you laughing?
2: I mean, they have all those series. They don't count.
4: I mean, but they're not following that that as a canon.
1: Uh, oh, like, like canon. canon. Yeah. It's all
2: like... Gotcha. Ha says they do call him Mondo in the opening bar scene. Mondo as yeah. in Armando.
1: Armandolorian. <laughs> uh,
2: I think... Uh, and and he also says, Lawrence is so white.
1: I don't know what that means. Like, why am I white? Anyway. Yeah, Derek, uh, K,
4: says, Derek K. says they go to the Mandalorian homeworld and they had no money. But that, that fight, though, Larry, with those Mandalorians and that dude with the cowboy hat.
2: Oh, Cad Bane.
4: Yeah, like, that fight between, is, like, I literally, like, some guy, well, some I say some guy, but it's, it's Lloyd. We all know it's Lloyd. I just like the <laughs> mean. I like, I like to say that it's a listener that I talk to, but <laughs> so we seem like we have a lot that I run into. But there it is. Um, but he like he wasn't into that cartoon at all, and I told him just watch that fight. Like you don't have to watch the series; just watch that fight. Yeah. And he watched it, then he had to start the series.
1: Yeah.
4: It was a good, was you, a really good fight.
2: You know, I think uh, I think I remember the fight you're talking about. That's how you know it might be good. Because yeah. if I if I have a recollection of it, <laughs> like obviously it's impactful. <laughs> like the Clone yeah, Wars I,
4: movies suck, but the series.
2: You know, I always felt people were hard on the Clone Wars movie. It, it's not as good as the series, but most movies aren't, right? I mean, like or or I'll say this. There's very few good movies that can ha- that can hold up against a good series just because you got all that time to, like, develop characters and have through lines and all that. But I, I do feel like the Clone Wars movie is is a good setup for all the stuff we got afterward.
0: I mean, they cut it into a movie, but it was really just the first couple episodes. Is it? Yeah.
2: Did it cut... Like, it came out as a movie first, though, didn't it? It
4: did, right. but... but... But if you watch the, the episode that would be the one after it, it doesn't really, like, follow the movie directly.
2: So are you saying, so are you saying Jay, that they made a movie that they, were, they made sure they were able to cut into episodes? Or are you saying they made episodes that they just stuck together and made a movie?
0: yeah they had the episodes, and then they stuck them together to make a movie
2: and then so they and they released that first and then put out the rest of the series,
0: yeah mm. Oz was backing me up in chat I mean he says the it was the first three episodes stuck together.
4: If
2: Oz agrees with you, that means that you're probably
1: wrong.
4: Well, the thing is, it's like, yeah, that, if the, the movie feels like three episodes stuck together, there's no doubt about it. That's what it feels like. That's the tone. That, the, if you actually listen to the score of it, if, it, it, it actually ends at every like, 22, 23-minute mark like a, a TV show would end, and then just keeps going. So it, it's definitely three episodes stuck together. But that first episode of the series isn't episode four to those first
0: three. I'll look it up again after the show. So
2: so you're saying that, that the first episode of Clone Wars is like its own intro.
4: It's like if you didn't see that movie, you could start from right there and be good.
2: That's true. You're right. Because if I if, I'm, if I'm, I I watched it yesterday, it's a Yoda episode. Yeah. And and you're right. It it feels like it doesn't have much anything to do with what happened in the Clone Wars "quote unquote" movie. Yeah, it's a good episode.
4: Yeah. Wait. I was. Is it? The I one was I'm thinking of? pleasantly surprised by how well it, it, it
2: all held up.
4: Isn't that the one where they're lost in space? Right. Is that one?
2: No, the first episode is um if I'm remembering right, is Yoda going to a planet uh the planet that the uh what's the old boy's name that enslaved Anakin? The flying thing. Nobody knows that guy's name.
1: Or I don't nobody.
2: Know his name. Uh, is, is, it, is it Otto?
4: Oh. Or Wado. Wado? Wado.
2: Watto. That's okay, Catum. Watto. So the planet that Watto is from.
1: Oh, it's from.
2: Yoda. Yoda goes there to do a deal, uh, like to basically make a deal with the the people of the like the government of the planet to try to have a a base because you know the planet's like in a strategic position, and uh uh. Asajj Ventress is there first, and basically he's telling the guy like, "Hey, you don't want the Jedi? Like, they can't—they can't even protect themselves, let alone you all. You should let us have this. Like, put our base here as separatists, and uh, you know, we'll—we'll we'll protect your planet and make sure that you know when we win the war, we take care of you all." And the dude's like, hey, you know, supposedly a Jedi is, you know, is worth like a hundred, a hundred uh, friggin' troopers, droid troopers. And Asajj is like, hey, how about this? I, I'll have my troopers. If if my troopers can capture Yoda and bring him to you, you'll realize that you know they're not all they're cracked up to be. And he's like, okay, that's fine. As long as it's fair, a fair fight, you can go ahead and and do your little contest. And if you win, I'll go with you. But if if they win, you know, then I'm going to go with the Jedi. And, you know, Yoda's all super cool, like, okay, well, hey, you know, I'll I'll accept the terms. He's like, I'll I'll see you all uh, this evening for our meeting. And it's literally a whole episode of, Asajj Ventress throwing everything she can storm uh, uh, droid trooper wise at Yoda and like three Republic commandos. And, uh, you know, obviously not being able to succeed because Yoda Yoda. It's pretty awesome because it's like it's like shows like all the sides of Yoda, like the friggin ridiculous kooky side of Yoda where you're just like, man, why? Like, is this guy supposed to be taken seriously or what? And then they show like the badass Yoda. And then they show, like, friggin' at one with the Force Yoda. Like all the, like, all the best parts of Yoda in one episode. It's good stuff. I was like, damn, it's a good show. I'm happy that I have this to watch.
1: Yeah. I watched it on Netflix.
2: You watched it on Netflix? Yeah. But it's not there anymore.
4: Yeah, but I already saw it, so what do I care?
2: I think if you watched it again, you'd be like, I care.
4: No, I mean, look, it's a good series, and it it merits watching multiple times because there's just, like, random good episodes. Like, one of my favorites is, I can't even really describe it, but it's one where this dude, well, these clone troopers get, like, stuck in space, and they just have to figure out how to get to a ship with enough oxygen from, you know, and they're just clones, but they have that sense of duty and shit too, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, it's just cool watching clones do the, the, it gives them a little personality. This series oh, does yeah. a good job of that too. Like, especially oh, yeah. the higher ranking ones, like you get to know, the, and they look the same because they're all clones. Yeah. But they, they're they different. Like, they develop yeah. their personality, and shit, which makes the whole Order 66 thing, like, yeah really, like, impactful. After right, even more that, tragic. That series, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: and and it's interesting because right from episode one, this Yoda episode I was telling you about, like that is a theme in that episode, yeah. where like Yoda basically saying like, "Hey, you know, yeah, you all are clo-. like the clones yeah. in that episode are like, you know, we're we're basically the same guy, yeah. and Yoda's like, no, I mean, you're you're clones there, but you're different people, yeah, you think like, different, yeah. and the Force." The force moves different in each one of you. Right. And I and I'm like, yeah, man, that's uh, that's good stuff.
4: O- o- Oscar B. drunk says, uh, aren't the clones Mandalorians too? Like, no, he doesn't no. know
1: what a Mandalorian is.
2: They're cloned from a Mandalorian, but they're they're not Mandalorians. Doesn't well, the same.
4: Mandalorian isn't necessarily a race, right?
2: not necessarily like it's more of a culture but but yeah. i think it's like it's like being jewish you know it's like it's a culture and like a belief system
4: joe uh say that again yeah cut off. they
0: uh, send their tribe
4: right but you can you know you can be initiated in right um Joe, what did you think of The Mandalorian? I know Larry loved it and he like three times like Jeff Goldblum, but...
0: I didn't like that they expected me to already be invested. It's like they talk about this metal that the Mandalorians used to have, but they don't actually explain anything about it. And to my knowledge, they don't say what it does in any of the movies, so they're just from my perspective, they're just talking about a random ass metal that doesn't mean anything because the continuity is gone. And then, like, I don't know, it plays out kind of generic. Just the characters are pretty cool. But there's part at the end where they're supposed to bring the target back alive. But then one of the other characters says the, the contract was actually to have it dead. So they got like two different contracts from the same guild, which was wrong. I think yeah, that was just weird. a writing mistake. It was
2: weird. Now, why do you feel like that was a writing mistake? Like, why, why don't you feel like maybe he was contracted by somebody different?
4: Well, they have a, it's a network. Right. Like, they know who's getting, like, they literally, he wanted all the bounties, and then, you know, it'd be easy, it'd be easy to be like, okay, here's all, and then you just see him get all those, and then they're like, no, I have other members in this guild that need work, too. You know, so it's like, of course, so there's a, clearly communication among them. And no, but
2: what what you're forgetting is that you know, normally they work most people are working through the guild right yeah but this was a special case where they needed a direct they, they wanted a direct report like you met with the person so if that's the case there's still nothing
1: through the guild,
0: Huh they're still contacting him through the guild
2: well i mean like here's what i'm saying is the people that want the bounty uh, uh procured or whatnot actually use the guild as an avenue. That doesn't mean that was the only avenue they used. Like, obviously, they're talking to people face-to-face.
0: Mm, that could be the case. It was not well shown. Like they should have made that a lot clearer, because otherwise it just comes off as confusing.
4: Yeah, if the episode was like a normal television episode, where it's you know forty-five minutes, then maybe they would have had time to make that a little clearer.
2: <laughs> Listen, it's it's the the length of an of a regular television
0: show with commercials. No. I also had but, a problem with yeah. the boss st- in Look, the beginning.
4: I wanted I wanted an HBO type show.
0: But it's not HBO.
4: No, it doesn't have to be. But it's like you're doing premium content, like make it like a premium channel.
2: The only people that do HBO are HBO. That's not true. Like you watch stars, it's not whatchamacallit. Yeah. It's not it's
4: like that too.
2: It's not an, an hour episode. show.
4: Yeah, like they they vary. Like some are fifty five, some are forty five, some are a hundred. You know, uh, an hour and five. The first okay. episode of Righteous Gemstones was ninety minutes. Every other episode was a half hour.
2: Okay, no, sounds like they're doing TV. Like it's episodic. It's like it's TV. It's I mean, like an hour an hour show of TV is forty five minutes.
0: There's also a scene at the beginning where he, like, instead of killing the guy, he just grapples him.
4: Netflix does it, too.
0: And then ends up killing him anyway. Which that came off as really weird.
1: It came off weird that he used the grappling hook?
0: Yeah. Like, why didn't he just let him run or shoot him in the back? Why grapple him and bring him closer just to end up killing him?
4: I love Tiger Claw.
0: He's alright.
4: Nah, uh, he goes, uh he, he says right here, he goes, uh then basically Boba Fett isn't a pure Mandalorian because he's just a clone of Django Fett. Then, you know, three messages later he goes, Another thing, a Mandalorian is not a race. <laughs> Uh, right, Oscar be drunk in chat. I don't know why is he in chat. If he's too busy working, can't do the show. Like, why isn't like why is he in chat? Uh, he says,
0: Sometimes you could get away with shit.
4: Yeah, fuck that. If you could get away with that, you can get away with being on the air. <laughs> Not stay the fuck off the, the thing. Uh, he goes. I said it before. Disney's bootleg green, trying to make it cool by adding some riddick. If you told Vin Diesel to cosplay Boba Fett, you get this shit.
0: Now, one of the things I do think they did well was the action. The action was pretty good, except for that one grapple part.
4: Well, you know what I hated was the wait the the one where he cuts the guy in half. Yeah, yeah, I hated that too. That's some Disney like, bullshit. Should
0: have just shot it or, or or let him go
4: or show him getting cut in half.
0: Well, they're not. It's TV PG, man.
4: I guess i mean i don't want tvpg like if i'm paying I mean, monthly fee that's the
1: like, actual rating no, like
4: when you look at the
0: this it's rated tvpg i
4: didn't see i didn't see the rating i apologize for not seeing the rating i'm just if you're watching a show about a ruthless killer that kills for money or brings people in for money like shying away from that is dumb like my dude
2: it's star wars like
4: why are you star are wars you shows like, people this? getting cut in half all the time
2: people don't get cut in half in Star Wars. They lose a limb. That's different. So
4: Darth Maul didn't get cut in half?
2: Yeah, oh, he did. Come on, dude. Darth Maul.
4: I mean, did he or didn't he?
2: Yes, Darth Maul got cut in half. So You're why right. can't this
4: piece of shit it, get cut
2: it, in half? It, 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 did, it didn't happen until he was, like, you know, at a distance. Hey, but
4: it did still, happen. you see, right.
1: You see two, 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 two bodies? You see two parts? Body turned into two?
2: Like we don't get no no Darth Maul cut in half close-ups. But hey, look, you're right. I he didn't did need get a close-up here
4: either. I just didn't want them insulting, you know, pretending my th- th- they care about my sensible sensibilities by just seeing half of a foot flop from the corner. Uh, yeah. I mean. Oz agrees with Joe again. He could have shot him, but I mean, the the cool the the reason the grappling is so cool is because he gets cut in half from it, and they don't even show it. So just shoot him.
2: I don't know, man. This sounds like a lot of nitpicky stuff to me.
4: It's not that nitpicky is what I want to see. Like I, I've 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 come like to I haven't
2: heard any. I haven't heard either one of you be like, man. You know what? The story wasn't good. Oh, or no, look, the acting was hey, terrible. I mean, or well, it was actually, shot sucky. If like, it was terrible, I, like, I would have like, said it
4: was terrible. Actual,
2: uh, like the, all the criticism is like literally like, well, why didn't they do this?
4: Okay, Larry, why you know what? didn't they do this? So, so let's start well, no, the show. My, let's my start the criticism
0: show over. was about a plot point.
2: Your criticism was also not really yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I had more criticism. And I have more than one good thing to say about it. Yeah. I, like I, I said, I, things action I and the acting is good. But you there's kid. some issues and some... There's continuity issues with the story.
1: How's there continuity issues? That's a big deal. How, how are there continuity
0: that, issues? I already explained that to you.
2: Not on the show.
0: No, I did. I said when the... About the contract, one saying they saying they want him alive at the beginning, and then like, Joy is dead at the end. Like that's, that's a continuity issue.
2: It's not a con- issue. You it's, don't know you, what conversation was had with the other
0: with the other assassin. Until it, until it's explained, it's a continuity issue.
2: How how is it a continuity? Like if there can be like it's not like there's any reason for you to be right about what you think. The same way how there's no reason necessarily for me to be right about what I think, so at that point we just don't know. Right? Yeah, no, I don't, uh, nah. Like, like there's no, there's no proof for what you're saying. So you can't no, be like, like, oh, it's a continuity
0: issue because I think Pre- no, I'm not talking about. I'm talk- The robot says the contract is to for him to be dead. Like that's a fact. Right, but you the don't know who that fact. person talked to. They don't show anyone talking to. I'm talking about what the robot said. What the yeah. robot said and what the person that the Mandalorian said. They're two different things.
2: Right, but that doesn't mean that you. But you're assuming they spoke to the same person. No, I'm not.
0: You I'm are. A contract is a contract.
4: How, what you know, I, I'm assuming there could be
0: more than one contract.
4: I'm assuming
0: they don't uh, show that. It's, they say but, show don't tell for a reason. I, I'm not.
4: saying. Like they
0: don't. Saying, if they're not showing it. I'm going off of all the information that's available. The information that's available says one guy said kill him and one guy said bring him alive. That's an incontinuity.
2: Is that in continuity it's like literally there was that happened in in the show that we in the conversation we saw
0: that actually happened right right yeah right I'm saying two different things okay that's
1: an so issue what,
2: but how but how's that a how's that an
0: issue when it's like that's how they wrote it Yes, that's what I'm saying. They wrote it poorly. Wow. Oh, that's the whole issue here. It was
2: two different characters that had two different sets of interests. That's the whole point I make. it. So what I'm saying to you they is... They don't establish that. We They don't establish
0: that their interests are different.
2: They absolutely do.
0: They do not. You, you got to watch it again, dude. You missed it then.
2: I'll watch it again, but... It's like... Don't get me wrong. That's don't get me wrong. I'm not. I. I can't. I don't want to go more into it because it's going to be like you're getting a little bit into spoiler territory. Nah, go ahead. Spoil and it. I don't want
4: Oz
2: here. You can spoil it. It's like no, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. I want people that haven't seen it yet to be able to watch nah, it. Fuck.
0: Yeah, there, so. Joe doesn't realize that he is isn't talking about a continuity area error. He's talking about a plot point. Yeah. I, did say plot point at the beginning and then I switched to continuity error. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know what happened and I don't like it.
2: <laughs> I mean it, it it either way, I don't think it's it it is a mistake as a continuity, continuity error or a plot point. And don't get me wrong, I'm not even saying that they might even revisit the whole idea of like who hired who for what reasons? Because they very well may not.
4: No, they're gonna because that that droid becomes part of his team.
2: I mean, I look, like, I I guess we'll see. Like it's I don't, on, I it's don't on know. The
4: title card. Like you see Gina uh, Carano, a Mandalorian without a mask, and then you see the that droid next to him, and they're uh, walking. Listen, you know, from a all I door. know is.
2: Sometimes posters or title cards don't always reflect what actually happens in shows, so I don't know what well, they is do. or isn't going hap- to happen Netflix. until it happens.
4: They do on Netflix. Huh? Tiger- and if Disney is trying to beat out Netflix, they got to do that, too.
0: Tiger Khan chat says, Atmosis Magnum wants R-rated Star Wars.
4: Uh, episode." I don't know about
0: this, but I would love an R-rated Star Wars.
4: I don't necessarily...
0: That's- in my mind, for like,
4: <laughs> ever
0: funny. since I read the, uh, the fucking, uh, what's that one arc with the Sith? The whole Sith planet? Uh, I can't remember the name of the arc, but...
4: Well, it doesn't, <laughs> exist, anymore. It
0: doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? Uh, Korriban? No, not Korriban. There was like a whole planet of lost Sith.
2: Oh, in the in the... Friggin' the novel,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I've wanted an R-rated Star Wars ever since I read that art. I, I would love to see
2: R-rated Star Wars myself, honestly. But at the same time, I, I can't be mad at them for not having it.
0: Well, yeah, it's just oh, it's just not
2: Hulu. <laughs> I mean, what 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 rating is uh Rogue One? PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Rogue One is probably the greatest Star Wars we'll ever get, right?
4: I mean, well, Darth Maul getting sliced is PG.
2: Yeah, but like, it, Mo, I'm telling you, like, you're you're talking about that slice, like, like it happens, and we watch his like top fall off of his bottom, uh, you know, like, it. right, right in the scene with him. Like, it's not like we watch him get split in half and he separates or or whatever. It's like, you know, he falls down a pit. Like, there's a reason why he doesn't separate until he's, like, almost all the way down that joint. You know hey, what I mean?
4: Ten feet down. Like, that that Mandalorian was ten feet away from him. They could have shown him to flop off. <laughs> they could have shown him to flop off. They don't even have to show blood. Like, it's alien. Like, I don't know how he's going to bleed. Like.
2: So, how much did you like it, Mom? I loved it. Yeah, it's really good, right? No,
4: I mean it's good. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I gonna. I, it, it shot well. Cinematography's good. Like, you know, Oz said something on our our little uh uh you know group chat pre-production group chat where uh, he said that I will love it because like the man with no name. And I'm yeah. like, well, if it's just like that, then I'm not gonna necessarily gonna love it because it's just derivative. But it did have that. Like, it had to yeah. score like a western too. But it still felt original in its own. Yeah. yeah original enough, rather, you know? Like, yeah. you watch Once Upon a Time in the West, to me, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's great. And I watched Cyborg with Van Damme, and it's like, that's Once Upon a Time in the West, too?
3: <laughs> but
4: it, it's, you know... It, I saw those movies within six months of each other for the first time, and I I loved them both, and I didn't know why, because Cyborg did... It, did a good job of hiding the influence and just eliciting the response. And that's how I feel about this. Too.
2: Word. Yeah, man, like, you and know. And that Baby
4: Yoda ba- character, like, I don't even know Yoda's race. Like, I hate calling it Baby Yoda, but that shit was so fucking cute. I watched it. I watched it with two girls, and we both squealed like our ovaries like started pumping <laughs> estrogen or some shit. We all got Baby Yoda fever in the moment.
0: Oh
2: jeez, our, our cycles,
4: what? our cycles synced up.
0: <laughs> Baby Yoda is cheating. He's trying to buy our fucking yeah. interest.
4: Yeah. Hey, if it was an uh, ugly, if it was that fish alien guy. In a baby, nobody will give a fuck about the outcome of this episode, but it, because it's a baby Yoda, <laughs> we're all in. Just like just like Clone Wars, the movie, did the same shit with a baby Jabba the Hut thing. It's like, we yeah, just, it's we're, true. we're not even supposed to feel shit for Huts, but over here, we're giving a fuck about a baby Jabba. I felt that. I felt Stinky. weird then, this time, as a mature, grown man. I, I, I as much as it, it does bother me that it, they had to go that way with the baby Yoda thing, but I, I
1: still acknowledge it was cute as fuck. I'm getting off birth
0: control. The question in chat says tell me about the quality of the show. Does it feel like something you would watch in the theater, or it feels like you're watching a TV show? And I mean this from a production standpoint. Lucasfilm is dead set. I'm making these Disney Plus shows feel like film quality.
4: Oh yeah, it feels like you could see it. I'd
0: say definitely in the effects department, it feels like they're putting way more into it than a normal TV show would.
4: They put more into it
1: like than any on the like, game.
4: <laughs> they put more in they put more uh more work on these special effects for this show, this 39 minutes. I wish it was fifty. Um, then they did all of endgame,
0: yeah, the puppetry and the alien uh the alien guide, I don't know his name was like really good,
4: yeah, like I, at first I was like, is he c g if is he you know and i am sure they probably did some frames of c g too just to make it you know flow better, but yeah, but, but it that's,
0: was, what, that's how c g should be used, it yeah. should be used to accent. Your prosthetics, not to just be there. So he actually looks like he's there on screen because he is.
1: I have spoken. Uh, Derek Gates says, Now
0: picture in your head Yoda having sex with a female Yoda. Yeah. Now that's all I'm going to be thinking about tonight. Thank you for that, Derek.
4: Yeah, I'm already coming more than Jeff (laughs) Gold.
0: That's the name of this episode. <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm coming more than Jeff Goble. Yeah. I'm there you go. It. I'm not gonna censor it either, Derek. So you put that <laughs> shit up on the site as is.
0: <laughs> oh. All right. So what's next on the agenda?
1: Indeed.
4: Let's do um, Wonder Woman Bloodlines because we forgot last. Week. Well, I forgot.
0: Okay, so Wonder Woman Bloodlines is the latest animated movie in the DC animated universe. It focuses on the origin of Wonder Woman, and from there goes into an adventure of her fighting terrorists who abduct her friend and turn her into a weapon. Um, And yeah, this is a pretty okay movie like I feel there's a real issue with them assuming that I know stuff instead of like actually developing the characters they kind of just tell you that the characters developed um but I think the story flow and action is pretty good did you guys get a chance to watch it
4: I still haven't
1: because it's not on the DC universe app. or Disney. I did. Post. Oh, I'm sorry. Or Disney <laughs> <Post>. <laughs> uh
2: I I did watch it, and um, you know, I I know what you're where you're coming from, or I can hear where you where you're coming from with this, only because uh, they do kind of have like scenes like and I think I think you're right here where they say where you know they they kind of tell you as opposed to like show you like they try to show you like how some of these uh, relationships are developed or whatever but it's just not done that effectively in regards to like you know for you to 100% believe that these relationships are as tight as they want you to think uh however with that said i i actually it did enjoy this film like it was it it its heart was in the right place for me through, throughout the flick and it I did agree for the most part say again
0: so i agree with that statement for the most part
2: yeah, yeah, and it, it, you know, there are definitely some parts where, like in execution, it just doesn't quite, you know, get to where you would hope. But I, I honestly, I think that that, the whole point, or the whole, that, that only applies, I think, maybe to the interpersonal relationship aspects of it. Because the, the action aspects of it And, like, the, like, superhero story aspects of it are actually pretty decent. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it just kind of, like, the movie kind of hinges to a degree on the idea that, you know, you have, like, some of these interpersonal relationships. Like, Wonder Woman has these relationships with you know different individuals, and they just don't quite feel as as whole or as, as deep as they're supposed to be given like what they want you to like buy into throughout the rest of the film. And, and, and I
0: will say, to the yeah, most to memory, I do get the Superman Wonder Woman thing. Because that is a thing throughout the current DC animated universe. Mm-hmm. But the relationship between her and Steve, I don't feel like we get anything like chemistry-wise between them. Yeah, They just kind of say that they're in love now. Yeah. And yeah. it comes off really weird. And then you have a scene with Etta where she just says, I want to fuck an Amazon. And it's like, that's not how you develop a character.
3: <laughs>
0: like, well, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'll I'll give you that.
2: And, you know, obviously she doesn't actually say, I want to fuck at Amazon. But, but I feel where you're coming from with that. At, at the same time, like, this is one of those instances where, you know, I feel like these DC movies... Or well, I I'll say one of the few instances where a a a DC animated film may suffer from the shorter runtime. Like if they had more time, this might be like like the whole the quality of the entire film might be better because the story is a good story. But but you it does kind of hinge on some of these relationships being like Fleshed out and i I don't even know what the runtime of this movie is, but no, generally they're like eighty something minutes, right yeah, and this movie, based on like some of the concepts it was trying to trying to like put out there and and some of the the characters it was trying to develop, like this could have been like probably a full like like, hour and 45-minute to two-hour film.
0: Yeah, I think it would have benefited from character moments.
2: Right. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, keeping in mind that, generally speaking, that's not what the DC animated films... Well, I I don't want to say they don't do character moments, because they do. But, like... Usually, what happens is you have the character moments peppered in um, with whatever story they have going on, and a lot of the time, like even though, like especially lately, I will say, like the stories that they've been putting out there, and like whether they they are original or they're adapting them, usually the character moments almost act like filler. But it's good filler. You know what I'm saying? It's just like how you have a, a filler episode of Naruto, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's not you're waiting for the manga to keep going, but the filler episode was actually pretty damn good. It doesn't make it like, you know, you, you don't you don't feel like you're any worse of the wear for like watching that joint. And that's the same thing that happens with some of these DC joints where like the 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 premise may not necessarily warrant the full like 80 something minutes or 70 something minutes but you have these character moments that might be padding things out just a little bit but they're good so you don't really you know you don't really knock it for that but it turned out they had like a really good like Wonder Woman movie in in this premise and they, they needed more time to like flesh out these characters, which you know, I'm sure that there's like all types of like budgetary things that happen with these DC flicks and all that kind of stuff where and they found their sweet spot, they have their formula, so they're like, hey, make it work. But yeah, this, this movie definitely could have could have benefited from like another like twenty to thirty minutes of runtime.
4: How was the voice? Right. How's the what? Voice cast. It was great. They were good. Yeah. Like
0: and I do want to take a second to give kudos to the DC Universe app. Um, when I was <laughs> looking to see if the movie was on DC Universe, it wasn't. Uh but uh it did bring up like a bunch of other stuff related to Wonder Woman. Right. Including trivia and like a character sheet. And they actually happened to bring the character sheet of the main villain for this movie. And so I got to like read like the history of like that character. That's awesome. Pretty cool.
2: That that's like the one of the best parts of the DC Universe app, honestly. Especially like from a like a comic book perspective, to have like all that kind of stuff come up where you're like movie. Uh, television, live-action TV show, animated TV show, comic book, uh, uh, character bio, all that stuff can integrate into one. That's probably the thing that DC Universe does the best.
4: And it's, they do, you know, depending on what they put out, they'll put something that kind of goes with it. Like if it's maybe like a light influence or you might even enjoy it because you enjoy what the programming they just put out. Yeah. Like they put out um, when Doom Patrol came out, they put out the ambush bug comics.
2: Oh, that's cool. Because
4: those, they're they're just weird. And, you know, he kind of right. breaks the fourth wall a little bit. And he's a bug, kind of like Ezekiel. <laughs> so I assume that's why they did it. It kind of reads a little like that, too. Yeah. Some of those. But they put out, you know, they put out a bunch that kind of, you know, they have that vibe.
1: Uh, Wonder Woman
2: Bloodlines, is it... um? Was it Rosario Dawson that played Wonder Woman?
1: Yes. She was really good. Has she played Wonder Woman before?
4: No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> what when did like is she like is she like the
0: the DC shared universe Wonder Woman? She's the from this new animated. Since the start of this new animated universe, yeah, like the share, like the the the, the um flashpoint, yeah, she's point. Wonder Woman from then on. Wow, she's good.
2: And you know, not to say that she wasn't good in all the other stuff we've seen her in, because but it was just one of those things. Obviously, because this was like Wonder Woman focused, I was like, man, like. Wonder Woman is, like, like she's doing really good in this in this particular movie. And then when I was looking to see who it was, I was like, Rosario Dawson. I'm like, really? Like, I didn't, I, I had no idea it was her.
0: So, yeah, yeah, she does a good job. Yeah. And,
2: like, it would make me want to go back and watch some of those other joints, which it's interesting because I'm like, it, it feels as like and like this is not as good of a DC animated movie as some of the classic ones,
0: but it's, we can agree on Splashpoint. They've been good, but they haven't reached not great the quality of the old a lot of the older movies,
2: right? And so I'm just like, what happened exactly? Because it's not like, like, it doesn't feel like anything substantive has changed. Like, this movie was directed by Lou, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I believe so.
2: Okay, and like Sam Lou has been he directed a lot of those great animated films. And and so I'm just like, I'm trying to think of like, well, what's changed exactly that makes them only totally okay now as opposed to like is it that they're not quite like are, is it because they're not adapting like some of those great storylines is that what it is or or we've got to the point where they did all the classics and now we're doing like we're getting into like the new 52 era stories where it's like
0: eh. oh um, I believe Moses did say that before that the reason the quality dropped is because they're basing everything on the new 52 now. <laughs> but that's it? I'm not a hundred percent sure.
2: That's sad.
0: And I mean, there's some stuff that definitely wasn't in the new 52 that is in are in these movies. Right. So I know it's not just that, even if that is an issue, it's not just that. Like there's some stuff going on. But they're good. They're just not great. Right. Well, some like, of them. Like it, that one, the Suicide Squad joint is actually pretty great. Which one? Uh, Road to Hell? I, we talked about that, right? Yeah. I believe we have.
1: <clears throat> we did it when we, we were talking about it at uh, Jeffrey's College. Ah, okay.
0: Well, no, we talked about that and Domino, when we did the Domino number one review. Oh, yeah,
1: oh,
3: I did it
0: right. Because they're both uh, that lady I like, the writer. Gail Simone? Yes. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Like, cause I, I mean, I just, it seems to me like I remember a time where like, like not only like us, but it felt like the comic book community was like chomping at the bit for what the next DC movie was. Like we would, one would premiere and we were like, man, that was amazing. And we're like, but the next one they say is going to be this. And we were all like, man, can't wait to see that! And like, you know, literally waiting, you know, for the next like eight months or so, or eight months to a year for that to come out, you know. Right. And now, and now it kind of feels like they come out, and we're not even like we're not we're like, wait, what is it? <laughs> you know, like we're not even we're like it doesn't feel like there's like us as a us as a as a, a group of comic book fans. And then the community at large is is talking about like what the next DC animated feature is, and 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 keeping in mind, of course, too, that I understand that in the heyday of of like Warner Brother Animation and these movies, we weren't getting the the friggin inundation. Of of live action comic book movies that we're getting now, but I feel like, to at least to a certain group of people, ourselves among them, it wouldn't matter if they were like that good. It wouldn't matter. Like, I don't feel like we're the people that are like, oh well, that's well. Mo is maybe the person that's like, that's a cartoon. <laughs> I don't I don't need to watch that, even though. Moe, does I felt like he never felt that about the DC stuff or no. about the you know
4: like DC well here's the thing I say that when cartoons are crap right <laughs> but they're usually like especially DC like DC used to kill it on cartoons oh yeah you know absolutely and, and then Marvel was like hit 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 or miss on their like Mo- mostly miss yeah on their animated movie you know but um, oh
1: yeah.
0: Actually, Say what? Like, most of their Hulk stuff was really good. Yeah. It was just whenever they tried to do any other character.
2: <laughs> I mean, Avengers, Avengers, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is is probably still the pinnacle of, of Marvel animation, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. And that was a ago. So they got... I don't know how they pulled that off. Like, but that yeah. was... That
2: was basically well, when we, that that was when we were like, man, Marvel might be trying to get to DC's level with animation, and then
1: it's like that,
0: Spectacular Spider-Man.
2: That that was a good show too. I agree.
4: And, like and, and I actually blame I blame uh Spectacular Spider-Man for a shitty Gwen Stacy in uh why in those Mark Webb movies. Because Spectacular Spider Man had the first smart Gwen Stacy. And it was good.
2: <laughs> and it was what?
4: It was good. Like she still <laughs> felt like Gwen Stacy was smart and then in the other ones it did hmm. But yeah, that Spider Man didn't feel like Spider Man either.
2: But but that was when we were like they might be getting on that level and then Right after that is when uh, Young Justice came out, and we were like, oh, never mind.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I remember. Yeah. Until we saw. I remember. I remember Young Justice coming out. I was like, oh, dude. Until we saw like- Kid Flash riding a motorcycle. No, that was fine. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, no, That was terrible.
4: Like,
2: Young, Young Justice was like, damn, this is some next level stuff right here. And then Marvel yeah. was like, we'll just we'll just make bad cartoons. And we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know what? We we were trying to do too much. Maybe we can do this movie
0: thing. <laughs> That's, they refocused. And so what would you rate Wonder Woman bloodlines?
2: Uh you know, I liked it a lot, honestly. Um but, I, you know, I definitely saw the flaws in it. I'd probably give it, like, th- three and a half golden lasso lengths out of five. I would
0: do the same. Yeah. Like, it has flaws, but it's overall a really good movie. Yeah. It's just the flaws, and I don't like it when people take it for granted that I'm invested in something. <laughs> Like, that's really, that's your theme for today. <laughs> yeah, like you still got to develop your characters and make me continue to care about them.
2: It, it, it's crazy because the story, like on its on its face, is actually really good, and that's the thing where like it does a like this 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 movie does a surprising amount, it has like a surprising amount of subversion in it, where it's like, you know, you think you know what's going to happen, and then, you know, things change a little bit. And that happens like on a on a larger scale and a smaller scale, and it's like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, you know, but it just, like, it just has other small aspects of it where it's like, like, I guess what make what hurts it is that you can literally see how great it could be right you know some things you look at and you're like that just sucks and it's always gonna suck doesn't matter who touched it or who tried to help it just sucks and this is the opposite of that this is like this is actually good but i can totally see where it could have been great
1: right okay so let's get to New
4: Mutants.
2: New Mutants. Huzzah. Uh,
0: so comic book review. So oh,
2: go ahead, Jay.
0: Oh, can I start off the the uh? Yeah. The summary of New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they bring Rain back to life. <laughs> The end. Yeah. Yeah. You could take it from there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. So, so, yeah, like, that is basically how the book starts. And Rain was killed just a few months ago. Uh, well, actually, nah, I'm sorry. I can't say that. Rain, Rain was killed probably at this point, like, Almost a year ago, yeah,
1: I guess it's almost a year
2: yeah almost almost a year ago, and people were not happy about it because for all for all types of reasons like there there were just on the fan level there are people that just loved the character so much, and they felt like the way she was killed was very unceremonious, and so they weren't happy about it and then, transphobia. And then
4: hmm it wasn't like transphobia or something
2: right, and then there was the 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 trans community that felt like the the way she was killed had like transphobic uh uh undertones to it and it wasn't that you know that that issue was kind of brought into X-Men they had an issue with it was the fact that it was the they didn't feel like the the whole thing was handled well it didn't feel like it helped um the the cause any it just used them as a as a uh as a as a victim basically which yeah so there was that, and yeah it, basically people were very unhappy that rain was dead on all types of levels, and so for new mutants to begin with her being brought back um is basically like. Which I'm sure that this was planned from way before, but it was definitely giving the fans what they wanted because I think um I think they knew in killing her off that it you know there would be people that would definitely want her her back um, but yeah this this book this new mutant's book um consists of a Basically a classic kind of New Mutants team with a few twists here and there cuz you have you have like Sunspot, Mirage, Karma, uh um Wolfsbane, um Danny uh, Magic, yeah and then, and then yeah Danny Moonstar and, and which is basically, I mean, that's if I'm not mistaken, I think those are the original New Mutants with the exception, well, actually, Magic comes later, right? Or she in that? Yeah,
0: Magic and Chamber weren't
2: there. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, Ch- Chamber's definitely, Chamber and Mondo are definitely, I mean, those are Gen- Generation X people, so they definitely come much later. But I think all those people are, with the exception of Magic, are the original new mutants, except for the fact they don't have Cannonball there. Sam, Sam Guthrie. And that's because he, he lives in space with his his wife and his his kid. And so his his wife is actually a um a uh Shiar Super Guardian. And so they live like in the Shiar Empire or whatever. And um the, the premise, like I said, you do have, or like Joe mentioned, you do have Chamber, and you do have Mondo, that are kind of like a part of this little group of mutants, and the, the basic premise of this book is like, you have these mutants that are now a part of Genosha, they have their own mutant nation, they're they're reminiscing about all the things they've been through and they talk like literally talking about how awesome it is to have this fantastic place.
0: You mean Krakoa. And you're like Huh? You mean Krokoa, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did I say? Genosha. Genosha. I'm sorry. I meant
2: Krokoa. I'm so sorry. Je- look, Genosha is definitely not this great place.
4: <laughs> well Gen- <laughs> not only that. Genosha- but- but Genosha's Krakoa, a death
2: trap. I'm like, sorry. Don't, usually, don't go to Genosha. Usually go to Krakoa.
4: When, when you mention countries, like the country itself, you know, like the physical land can't get offended, but Krakoa can.
2: Yes, you are right. Look, like, Krakoa is somewhere like, what do you mean, Genosha?
4: He's like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. like
2: Krakoa's like,
4: <laughs> 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 Krakoa's like <laughs> that's funny. If you read the book, it's funny. <laughs> I didn't read it.
2: Krakow is like, you weren't calling me Genosha last night?
4: Yeah. I'm all up Whoa, in your
1: my. mind. though.
2: All up in your land masses. What? Oh, that went weird. I'm sorry.
1: It's like... It's all just... Fun. I'm Jeff
2: Goldblum now. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So... These These, like, you know, I mean, the New Mutants have been friends-slash-family for so long that they're experience, experiencing the mutination, basically, and they're like, this is amazing. However, you know, what would make this... I mean, the it's not as amazing as it could be because Cannonball's not here. And they're basically like, you know what? Let's go get Cannonball. And they basically... Decide to set off into space to go go to the Shiar Empire and get Cannonball and hilarity ensues. And that's basically what the book's about. Which, you know, keeping in mind, like I, I know like you might be saying to yourself now, listening, if you're not like reading X-Men comics, you're like, so they're gonna go get Cannonball and what, bring him back to Earth? And like, what about his wife and his family? And you know, obviously she has a job, and he might have a job out there. And what about the baby? Well, basically, I think what they're basically going out there to do is to take cannonball, a a um a gate from Genosha, which is is made from a plant.
4: Krakoa.
2: I mean, I'm sorry, Krakoa. Damn it! I'm so what am I? Why am I on Genosha? Because
4: it, you're, tra- you know, you're experiencing trauma.
2: That's what it is. It's too I know. Hard to,
4: it's, ho- it's too hard to think that you have a mutant ju- uh, like utopia. You know, right? Like you, you know, wow. we read Manifest Destiny. <laughs> you know, like we we read, you know, the stuff after that, like X Nation. You know. Right. Like, why won't Why won't you allow never, yourself to be it's happy? It's never been this beautiful for me. Right. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. You're, and right. even the book, like you know, yeah, you're talking about the book. You're you're doing the the, the not the preamble, but the full on amble of the book. But really, like <laughs> to, to really explain this book, it's just a beautiful day in the life of this group of people that are not being uh, victims of bigotry. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. that's really like if you look at it from that point it's just like a cool you know it, it, for a number 1 issue it's a little weird but but it's well written the dialogue's good the art the art is good it's like this is as close as like Marvel gets to like Vertigo books to me. Where mm, I can see a, that. It's just a character driven book like you get a sense of every character with a yeah. few with a few word bubbles. You you get who they are. You recognize them. Like, it, what they say and their face, like, you recognize them throughout the book. I know this is magic. I know this is, you know, chamber. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know yeah. this is a sunspot. Like, and they all have personality. And, and it, honestly, I, I felt this book was a little long. And it's not that I felt like it was long, like it was tedious to read. It's just I read it. It got to a place in the middle where I'm reading wanted posters and and bios on the Star Jammers were like, I'm an un- un- uninitiated prick. Like, I love Star Jammers. Like, the the only way you can get me to like Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, is by saying, well, they just did Star jam You know what I mean? But, it, you know, eh. then, then it continues. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I thought yeah. this book was over. Like, yeah. it felt like that could have been a good ending you know, it's the way the book was going. Like it could have just ended there, and I'm still down to read issue two, and then it keeps going.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it, it's it's good stuff, but they're basically you you take a Krokoan plant or the right Krokoan plant, it can make a gate that goes directly to Krakoa, and so they're taking this plant out to their friend, so. He can have a way to visit Krakoa when he wants to, and he doesn't have to be away from his family because it's it's an instantaneous kind of transportation even when you're out in space
4: it's so like, it's I, like the golden ring in in Sonic.
2: <laughs> okay we we will go with that it's like the golden ring in i mean Sonic. you saw the trailer, the big the big golden ring, yeah. yeah right right
4: i assume that when i said the like you, you automatically
1: knew it was the big
2: right but yeah like that that works that way like that uh you know cyclops and his whole family they all live on the moon and they just take a gate back and forth and so they're basically trying to what i believe is they're trying to do the same thing for uh for Cannonball, give him a gate so he can go back and forth between Krokoa and wherever he is in Shi'ar space. I guess it would be Shandalar, probably, but I don't know. What What do you think of this issue, Jay?
0: I liked it. Like, it's, it feels a little, I don't know, like, epilogue-ish.
1: Mm.
2: I can see that.
0: It's not a bad thing. Right. It's just weird for a first issue.
2: Yeah, it definitely, it almost has like a Mirror Island saga kind of vibe. Right. Like Mirror Island epilogue, saga epilogue kind of vibe.
4: I, I got that vibe too, like the epilogue-ish, where it's like I felt like I should have read the stuff that came before. But, you know, we all know I tried. <laughs> but this wasn't nearly as like over my head as the other books.
2: I, I disagree, Mo. You got it. You can look. I, pr- I promise you, you can read the House and Powers of of ten, House of X and Powers of ten.
1: It's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't yeah, it's
0: it. a good read. I like it. Overall. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I would give it, like, a four-star review, but maybe I would. You know what it
4: did, <laughs> it, it actually made me hate Star-Lord's mustache even more.
2: <coughs> because it's not Corsairs?
4: Yeah, well, because it's like, you know, they, they, you know, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, okay, yeah, this feels more like Star-Jammers than, than Guardians to me, you know? Yeah, and uh, and then they just fuck around and give them a mustache and chops yeah. like Corsair, like. And then you know it's not like they they make okay on the second one we're gonna have better a uh, better characterization of Guardian, you know, like they just keep with the same old shit and give them a mustache. Which is yeah. gonna suck because now if they do make a, a Star Jammers movie or live action
1: TV show on Disney Plus um it's like oh this is just guardian's Wonderful of it is what people think that would be sad so what would you
0: guys rate the book
1: what what do you
2: give the half you read mo
4: i give it a 4 it was a good half um yeah, like, the I like the art. I Like, the designs, like, you know, there, it's kind of redesigning, but still not, not, like, drastic. It's not like no. Spider-Woman's redesign, you know? Right. So the characters I recognize that I knew from back in the day, I can still recognize, and they look cool in the modern day, you know? Like, yeah. Like, Doug Ramsey.
3: Yeah. Like, I love that dude. It's a great redesign. And
4: his redesign is tight. Like, he just he looks so cool, like you know it's a shame that nobody's ever gonna cosplay him, because nobody read the cosplays like that in these comics
2: that's hilarious i i you know I feel like I might have seen one
4: not like this
2: i i no, I feel like I might have actually hold on where i'm gonna uh it might have actually I think it might have been on the internet uh, like at one of these things where it's like, oh, look at the. Uh yeah, like, you know, one of those uh things where like look at look at the, the best cosplay from this uh convention or that convention. But yeah, but I I will have to see if I can find it. Cause yeah, like the the redesign for him through uh through House of X and Powers of Ten is has been pretty awesome, and just like the things they've, they've done with him as a character so far has been really cool.
4: And he's like one of those dudes that has just he's been, like just from his power set, has been like an interesting character. Because it's not like your typical like, okay, this guy can kick ass, you know what I mean? Right. Even though he, he can to a certain degree, but his power set gives him a whole different effect you know right it's kind of like the xavier thing too where like his mind you know i feel like especially through the 90s like a lot of the mutants that we creating and stuff were more of like brawler types and then just watching this dude like still stand the test of
1: time is, is cool
2: yeah yeah
1: but yeah I, what, I, would, uh... I would give it like a three or four from what i
4: read like i like the art and I, I definitely be down to read it in a less um, a less pre production mindset, you know.
2: Right, just to read it to like read, a yeah.
4: Leisure read. yeah. Which is that is something that I can't say about Marvel books for a long
1: time. Like I've always felt like everything has been work to read.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like the issue as well. I, I'd give it a four. Like I've Like, it's crazy because, uh, I mean, I've been really enjoying all of these, all these like X-Men launch books, um, to, uh, I think Fallen, Fallen Angels came out today and I haven't, I haven't even gotten the chance to, to check it out, but, um. Yeah, it's it's been pretty much a, uh, a joy, and because they come out like each week, uh, it's been it's been awesome. Because like you get like a little a little fix every week. I think actually this like last week, um, uh, X Force and this book came out, and I think this week. Um, I think Fallen Angels comes out and I think maybe X-Men number two, but I'm not, I'm not certain on that. So yeah, we're getting to the point where things are are doubling up. So that's awesome.
1: We'll see how so. it goes, man. I, I'm
4: interested, like, you know, I like X-Men. I, it's hard to <coughs> Right. It, why are you laughing?
2: No, just the way you said it was funny.
4: Like it's hard to keep up, and uh,
2: it can be. You're right.
1: So we start, but it's like, should I jump in all the way?
4: I, I mean,
2: I think, I think <laughs> well, it's one of those
4: things. Again, a, it's not about like, oh, is it going to be bad quality? Because I'll put out if it's bad quality, like I will still be in a good six months if I just commit to it, you know? Right. But it's more of like making the time to read everything and shop for everything at the right time. Right.
1: Um, yeah. But yeah. That is the agony of my life. Yeah. You are right. You right.
2: <laughs> Alright, what are we talking about next?
4: Uh, let's do... um.
1: That Rick and Morty uh, premiere. Oh, yeah. Cool.
0: Uh, why don't you... you doing that, Mo?
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So, it, it's the premiere. It's two years in the making, give or take. Um, four seasons. Larry, did you get to see it? I did. Okay, good. Now, where did you watch it? Like, what streaming service or what, you know...
2: I, I just watched it on demand on okay, my cable box.
4: Okay, so I actually bought the season before it came out.
2: Oh, on on what Apple TV?
4: Yeah, on Apple. Yeah, Apple TV. I guess iTunes. Although they're not, oh, gotcha. They're not using that nerd that name anymore. But um oh. but yeah. So I, I bought it ahead of time. It's uncensored, which is nice. But, you know, for a long time, the Adult Swim app wasn't available on Apple TV. So, I bought it before. Now I realize the app has the on-demand feature and the new season. So,
1: Oh, okay. Like, uh,
4: but, uh, you know, at least it's uncensored. And you get, like, all the commentary and behind-the-scenes stuff for each episode which is cool but what i'm worried about is this season is only 5 episodes so did i pay the same amount for 5 episodes or is it like both halves nah
2: no, it has to be both halves cuz it's like 5 episodes going into like you know just before christmas right yeah, and then
1: and, then, they take an
4: and then
2: the the next half comes out at the beginning of next year right
4: yeah but who knows i mean we'll see <clears throat> It'll be interesting to hear me fight with Apple for my money, but yeah, <laughs> Give me I, my money. <laughs> I like this episode a lot. It was um, it was entitled like, "The Edge of to Morty" <laughs> because it's kind of like Rick just keeps dying and Morty keeps seeing his death. and it was just it was just a cool episode, like just seeing Morty do his thing with this death crystal to avoid his death. And it kind of had that little bit of a, of a lesson, like, you know, the, the, the debate of, you know, should you live a little more cautiously? Like, is it like, if you just think about your death and avoid it, are you really living, you know? Right. As opposed to like living in the moment and carelessly, you know, luckily Rick can be resurrected. (laughs) an uh, infinite amount of times, I guess, according to this episode. But you know, most people can't. So it's like, if you live too reckless, you don't get to enjoy life. So it's like, where's where's the balance? You know. And that's we should true. mention
0: that uh, Morty's actually aiming for a life where he ends up with Jessica. Right. Comfort. Um,
4: yeah. Yeah, they, these these death crystals actually see how you show you how you're gonna die. So as long as you can see that, you can avoid danger. And you know, you have to watch it to see how they do it because it's a little weird, a little not necessarily plot holy, but it's like there's certain things like when he starts like saying things, like they don't really show how him saying the wrong thing would do it. Or how he knows to say the right thing, you know. So that was a little weird to me. But
2: <laughs> I thought that that was it. Made me laugh a lot when that was happening because he was like enunciating the yeah. word. Yeah,
4: and it's like is he <laughs> seeing like letters or or what? Like they don't show you how he. No, he's basically
0: just starts making sounds until the image of him and Jessica shows up. Yeah, out. right. So if that but, image goes away, he changes the sound. But <laughs> But and he ends really, up spelling out the words that way.
4: But that that didn't really show show him. That, like, they didn't show him seeing that, right? Like, he just started saying it. Right. Yeah, it's still a little weird. Like, I, I feel like that process would have taken, realistically would have taken longer. But, again, we're not watching this for realism. <laughs> Although I like Right. So. The first two seasons, for sure, I, I did for realism. But yeah, it, I, I'm just. This is one of the shows that I'm so happy with, and, and I, I, I hate that they take so long in between seasons. But you know, they they this for season four they refused to work without a like a contract, so that's why it took long. And now they they got like I think like some like seventy nine episodes to go. or Something.
2: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah,
4: they got a big deal, so.
2: Yeah, it was a it was a crazy amount yeah. of additional episodes. Now, do you
4: guys think the mom is a clone?
2: I don't. Okay. You know, it like the way that Rick acted when she brought it up, kind of, <laughs> kind of makes it seem as though she might be one. Yeah. But 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 you know. It, but I think that that's, like, the whole charm of it, right? Like, the fact that we don't really know
4: <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> makes it, like, I th- Rick and Morty. I think we might find out <laughs> later on the line. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Because even, like, at the beginning, like, at the very beginning when they're at the dinner table, like, she sounded weird to me. Like, she's on – like, how he was on autopilot. Like, she was kind of auto, auto, too. But when she's bored at home, she's kind of auto, too. So it's, like – I don't know. That it's, she sounded weird to me at that mo- point, and then later in the episode she sounded a little more normal. So, I don't know. It, it'd be, I think we're going to find something out. Maybe not this season, but or not this half of the season, but later. But that's what I got for her. And I like the Akira wordy. Yeah, that
1: was pretty
0: cool. And I love how, like, everyone just refers to him as, like, the Akira boy.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's just kind of awesome because in their universe, Akira is well-known enough that right. people yeah. know what that means. Like, that's the best part of that to me. Yeah. I think. Because a lot of people, like, in our reality don't know yeah. what Akira is.
4: Hopefully the people making the live-action They
0: probably don't. (laughs) (laughs) They're like Akira
2: was a white man.
0: (laughs) And so we get to the end of the episode and they have the moral where you can't be too cautious and you can't be too reckless, which is kind of not a cop out, but it just makes sense. You got to live your life not too recklessly. Yeah. And not consciously.
4: And through this whole series, it's kind of been like that with Rick and Morty. Like that's why them two together are work. You know. Right. Morty's always afraid to jump in at shit, and you know, Rick has either a backup plan or he doesn't care.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so that brings us to the after-credit scene. Which, if you don't want spoilers, you can mute for, like, 30 seconds. So, after he goes through all this shit to, like, get the perfect ending with Jessica, we cut to after school, and he's, like, eavesdropping on Jessica, saying, like, when she gets older, she wants to, like, work in a hospice, just comforting lonely people about to die.
1: Oh man.
0: And Morty is just like, oh my god! And then like Rick comes and he, and Morty, well, you want to cover him with spiders and gasoline? I don't care. Let's just go. <laughs> it's like he's just so pissed off that the future he was trying to get was like a garbage future. Yeah, like it's it's so funny. Especially, like, when earlier in the episode, he actually has a chance
3: yeah. to,
0: like, skinny-dipping with her.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's like, he just fucked himself. Like, it's so Yo, it's so, we hang out when we're so funny. <laughs> like, it's oh, so man. funny. And it just kind of brings the whole episode, like, together for me.
1: I gotta watch that. I didn't get to
4: I watched the episode three times and I didn't see the after.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, it's off. It doesn't disappoint. It's off to a good start. I don't know. You guys want to rate it at all? It's a five out of five for me. Yeah, I'd go
0: five out of five. Same.
2: It's great. Like, I can't wait for next week's episode.
4: Right, yeah. Like Titans. Jump into Titans real quick. This episode okay, of Titans, so, I, did you watch it?
0: Before we go current, like, yeah. I want to give my uh, my views on the Titans I watched so far, which I got to the first episode of season two because okay. I finished out the arc. And it was interesting. Like, I figured out why I hate Starfire so much. It's because her, her wig is so terrible. And her makeup is so ugly, it just, like, brings out the fact that she's not orange even more. And I actually figured it out, like, the episode right before, she's on the show, and, like, without the makeup and wig. And, like, she looks normal, and, like, I totally had no problem with her. Or not no problem, but I have much less of a problem with her. Yeah in that episode, because she looked like a person. So it's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, they really should take all that makeup off of her and get a better wig.
4: Yeah, she gets, They do a better job later in season two, you know. Um, I
0: did. know the one thing I really liked about the where episode I ended on is that it looks like like she doesn't join them when they go to Titan's Tower, and so if you stop just right there, it looks like she left the show <laughs> which is awesome <laughs> like that's kind of why I stopped like I like that feeling like she's not gonna be on the show anymore
4: see and watching Teen Titans go versus Teen Titans. It's like it made me really wish she was orange,
0: right? Like she should be orange. It's it's so weird, or so lazy. I mean, that she's not orange.
4: So this last episode, this current episode, I I, I don't even know what it's called.
1: <laughs> uh, you saw it,
2: no? So I, I want to know why it's not
1: good.
4: Well, because it's no longer flashbacks of Titans. So there's no costumes. Raven is doing stuff. She's seducing a homeless person. Donna Troy's looking for her. Uh, Nightwing gets... So Dick Grayson assaults a bunch of TSA agents and gets thrown in prison within, like, 20 minutes. Like, he literally, like, due process everything was 20 minutes. And then he ends up with these Mexican people that are gonna get deported. And then he helps them break out of jail. Really? Yeah. And then one of them says that he worships a god named, you know, because he's Mexican, exotic, and indigenous. He, he, uh, he um, worships Allah, so Blue Wing, and he put he draws the God like sigil on his cell, in his cell, and it looks like the Nightwing symbol on his chest. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, he helps. So and then you know people know he's a cop, you know, because he's a cop. So they throw him in there with these guys so he could get butt raped, because you know he's a cop, and they're just cool with him. These hardened criminals are cool with them, And then he helps them break out of prison. And, uh, you know, I fell asleep during 15 minutes in the middle, which is how I felt about the bad episodes. Like, it's just <laughs> what happens. Like, that, I, the good episodes, you notice I never fell asleep, you know? Right. Like, right. I literally make a point to tell you I didn't fall asleep in the good episodes. So, yeah, it went back to bad. And it's already, like, on episode nine, I think. So it's about to end, and it's getting bad. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I, I don't, I'm like I feel lost from like la- the last episode to this one in <laughs> terms of quality. You know? Yeah. So I I don't know. I wish if Oz was here, he could clarify some shit. Like, not even like I don't need clarification. Like it's just a bad episode. But if it if I'm wrong for thinking it's bad, I like you can tell me. Why I'm wrong, but
1: we don't have that because you chose to do something else tonight. <laughs>
2: Damn you, Oz. Damn you.
1: He went to dinner with Larry's boss.
2: That's what he did.
1: And Watchmen.
2: I- Ironically enough, my my, my boss that, that goes to dinner does live in Illinois.
4: Oh, yeah?
1: Yeah. But, but Chicago, that's, not where Oz is. That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Larry, for sharing. It's true. It's true.
4: <laughs> you know, my, my niece lives in Chicago, too.
1: Oh, there it is. Maybe, Maybe they're, they're all, they're all together.
4: They're all uh, Oscar B. Drunken chat says it's a filler episode. Yeah. it Like, I mean, they don't even show how Dick Grayson gets out. So at the very least, he should have gotten out at the end of the episode. Because he's not going to be in prison. It says he's going to be in there for seven years or some shit for assaulting a federal
1: agent or something. So, yeah. I don't know.
4: I don't know why he chose he wanted to go to jail. Like, it says it's something he had to do. Like, at this point, like, the Titans are, like, disbanded, kind of. And, you know, even Emily was like, well, why is this chick, like, at a soup kitchen but, like, has a... Super like modern cell phone with service, you know, because Raven mm-hmm. was eating at a at a soup kitchen. While I go. I'm pretty sure Bruce Wayne pays
1: for it. But yeah, it's, it's this episode. That's unfortunate because
2: it was on like a little bit of a streak.
4: Yeah, but they were all flashback episodes. Even when they showed um, they showed Deathstroke. In the last episode, and he was just like a withery old man, like he wasn't even cool
1: that's unfortunate as well,
4: yeah, he says he's punishing himself for the death of Jericho, which I thought that's the whole thing he's been doing the whole time, like that's why he's brooding and that's why he can't get along with everybody else, and that's why he's acting rash like i don't I don't see how punishing himself for the death of Jericho makes him want to go to the airport, beat up a TSA agent, go to jail, and then help Mexicans get out of deportation. Like, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't seem like, like, maybe, like, yeah, that's what they tell you, like, he's punishing himself for the death of Jericho? I don't think he's punishing himself enough. Like, see, him going, if it would have started where he became a detective... To punish himself for the death of Jericho? Like, I'm not going to be a titan. I'm not going to be a, a hero. I'm just going to do it by the law, by the book, for regular people because the death of Jericho. That makes sense. Him beating up a TSA agent and going to jail, like, doesn't make sense. Especially not for episode eight. Like, maybe even yeah. episode two of this second season. And he's been in jail the whole time. He comes back reformed or or catharsized enough <laughs> you know like because hey, this is all bullshit like he shouldn't be mad jericho made his decision like jericho knew what was up he made his decision like he is not nobody killed jericho jericho jumped in front of a bullet sorry joe it's all good but yeah so it's like there. nobody needs to feel bad about it like they literally showed you an episode to show you that nobody's, like, everybody, that was, was so good. Like, everybody interprets the death of Jericho as just this negative, bad thing that makes people hate each other. And when, and when you see it, it's just, everybody's just looking at it with their cloudy ass eyes. And then now he's, like, going to jail for it. For, not saying, like, oh, I got this boy killed. I'm going to jail for that because, you know, it's a murder. It's statute of limitations. they ain't up on murder. Like, yeah, punish me for his death. I'm down. Not no beat-up, no TSA agent for no fucking, like, for bullshit in the airport. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. It's like, I had a better prison experience watching Orange is the New Black than that episode of Titans.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It yeah, it's really unfortunate to hear.
4: Yeah, Watchmen on the other hand, tell you this is like why couldn't the before Watchmen books be this good?
1: Well, you know the
2: before Watchmen books have constraints. And obviously, this show does not. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a killer episode.
4: Where do you think uh, Where do you think Ozymandias is?
1: I think. Uh,
2: I I think. Ozymandias is like in a biome in like space somewhere. Um, I know it doesn't look like it, obviously, but yeah, I think I think he's like off, off, in, in like. I, don't, I guess I, I mean I don't mean like in space, like on a ship. I mean like more so in like Mars? Yeah, like either, either. Well, I feel like it's probably not Mars, but like
4: you don't think Darkman yeah. hadn't put him in a place for the shit he did?
2: I think, I think so, but maybe not Mars because that's where he is. Maybe uh, a different place. Like who knows? It could be the moon for all I know. But yeah, I thought he but put him. That's, that's a, what I think. Where Where do you think he
4: is? I think he put him in like a sl- snow
1: globe or something, or a terrarium. Like shrunk him down. That'd be wild.
4: This show's just getting better and better.
2: It really is. And you know, it's like, they're definitely like tying yeah. some things, like, you know, kind of like slowly showing us, like who's who and, and, uh you know, like what they're up to now, but they they still haven't quite gotten to the point where they made that connection. But I I like from the graphic novel to this show. However, like the the cast and the plot is doing a lot for me to like worry about that less and less. You know.
4: Yeah. Oz says I stopped watching Watchmen after I read Doomsday Clock, and uh, I would tell him you stopped on the wrong one. You should have stopped reading Doomsday Clock early on and kept watching Watchmen.
2: I was about to say he has, he has no choice but to stop watching or stop reading Doomsday Clock because that issue hasn't come out. That final issue hasn't come out yet. Who who knows when that's gonna happen? It feels like it could turn into the new. Uh, the new, um, freaking what was that? Secret uh, War? No, no, the,
1: <laughs> um,
2: the image book that I was always. Image
1: United. With. oh. No, Planetary. Planetary yeah. yeah. Planetary. Be the new Planetary.
4: But yeah, man, Watchmen, watchman's type tight. Like, and guess what, Larry?
2: Fifty seven minutes.
4: Fifty well, yeah, it's HBO. But it's not just HBO. Like Netflix does it. Fucking Hulu does it. Like they know they're not constrained to a forty a forty minute format. Because there's no commercial. Like some episodes will be forty five and some will be fifty nine. Like
1: that first episode of Mandalorian should have been about forty. Forty five. A, yeah, hey, listen, I, I, have I spoken. would
2: have taken more.
4: I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, Indeed. Uh, I'm not even going to bother with rating Titan or Watchmen because it that's our week to our week,
2: we pay for these so we to talk about it too. Exactly. But I, I am definitely looking forward to the next episode of Watchmen. And, uh, you know, I will do my duty and go back and watch Titan. I'm
4: going to do this uh, heavy metal minute, and then
1: we'll jump into the Sounds
2: good.
4: Really good band, but they
1: lost a lot of their shit last week. They got robbed in Houston after one of their gigs. They lost their 79 Rickenbacker 4001. Uh, The 2011 White Gibson SG guitar, 2013 Black Gibson SG guitar. Just with those three things, that's a couple thousand dollars. Then they're off another bass. They lost a snare drum. They lost a Sennheiser HD 380 headphones, an iPad, microphone. They lost about one TV, 13 microphones. So yeah, feel bad for a here. It's something that's happening to fans with the official the smaller venues, but you know, they're doing a set there, and, and then after that, it turns into a light cover or whatever the fuck. Like, damn, that's easy to shit in the show. But yeah, so no we win a wind handoff. We're to have merch. We're going are going to do it. In other news, Megadeth, Rob Zombies, Five Death Deathmatch, Metallica have been, you know, they're a little higher profile band and they have been teams on Jeopardy in the past. But this last week, Morbid Angel and Obituary became, he's a new fan, be um featured on the hit TV game show, Jeopardy. So, yeah, was, the question was, uh, Morbid Angel and Obituary are popular fans in this genre. Correct answer. What is that? Uh, but, yeah, that's a cool exposure for these fans. So, we'll see. There. It's just fun to watch on T V and hear somebody say no good English on T V in the main show is kinda of, kinda of weird, but so, Green Jell or Jelly is uh, is in the news. They uh they got stiffed for a gig in Toronto, Canada. And uh the, the guys didn't get paid. So the front man Bill Manspeaker did a live, uh, <laughs> a Instagram live video of him tracking down the guy, threatening to beat him up, threatening to burn his house, and then essentially kidnapping him, and taking him to the venue to get the rest of his money. And, uh, it was fun to watch. I, I haven't heard any, any new green jelly, but it was fun to watch Bill Manspeaker, you know, get his money after he got it stiff. Um I don't know if it was staged or not, but I mean you essentially watch the kidnapping on Instagram live. If you guy chooses, choose I don't know, maybe Canada's different with the penal system or whatnot, but that that's that's not really news, but that's what it is. That's, if you wanna watch the video you can just you find it on YouTube Bill right? man speakers. Tracks down to Finally, Tool has announced a new set of uh, you know, they did a small tour in the fall, right when the album came out. <clears throat> and now they uh they'll be kicking off January tenth up in San Diego uh, at Viejas Arena. Uh they'll be kicking out a second wave of tour. It's gonna be short. It'll start January tenth and end uh, February 1st Get yeah, them quick because they, they set out fast. They're a fast selling stuff. they was the last Staples Center show today. So, yeah, I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a Heavy Metal Movie.
3: We should have a, like, uh, like, current, <laughs> well, not
4: not like that, but, like. Say so yeah, it, man, what what we got on the news?
1: Um, so,
0: My Little Pony did an announcement trailer for their new show starting next year. Um, it's, uh, My Little Pony Life. It's gonna be, uh...
4: Hold on, what'd you do different with your mic? Because now you're not as clear, you're a little more distorted. Maybe take a, a couple inches back.
0: How's that? Uh,
1: a little further back?
0: How's that? Oh, that's better. Okay. Um... So yeah, it's going to be a little more slice of life, a little less adventure, or something like that, they're saying. And uh, it looks interesting. Like, the art style is a little more Teen Titans Go-ish, but uh, still kind of an interesting trailer. Like, they show off the toys and the new animation style. Oh, Lawrence, did you get a chance to watch it?
2: I, I did watch the, the trailer. But it, it like I, there were like toys in it, right? Yeah.
4: Well, they gotta sell toys.
2: But is it the trailer to the show? Or is it,
4: is it It's toys? the announcement.
0: So they're announcing the show and the toys that go with the show
1: oh okay
0: yeah the the thing about the trailer is the song they chose to use for it which is a good as hell by uh i don't know the young woman's name lizzo yeah (laughs) That's funny. Which, uh yeah, it's pretty. I don't know. Seemed like an out there decision, especially when you have the characters like mouthing the words
4: "good as hell."
2: <laughs> it's right for for a My Little Pony commercial,
4: <laughs> right? Well, they know who's gonna watch it. Well, grown ass man, that clock.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's the thing I was was looking this up and their target demographic was little girls from 4 to 12 so if they started watching that at the beginning you know 9 years from now or 9 years ago 4 would be like 12 or 13 and 12 would be like 19 or something 19 or 20 so it's like It's kind of growing up with them, kind of. If that's the tone they end up using.
2: I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it kind of feels like, I mean, we've talked about this before, where it's like,
1: you know, mass,
2: mass media, like things are are things that you couldn't do before you can do now and it's not seen as as edgy and this might right. just be one of one of those kind of things you know
1: yeah still kind of interesting to me yeah. yeah
2: and
0: and I will say that
2: People have been using that Lizzo song in a lot of commercials. Like it's kind of ridiculous how how often you hear it and for how many different like random things. Like they've been using a lot of her music. I don't know who I don't know who her her agent is, but they should definitely get paid because
4: well, yeah, her stuff get, is everywhere. They get paid for sure.
2: <laughs> it was like, does she get paid?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: sense here and there. What else is in the
2: Uh let's see. I feel like there was there was actually something that I was like, oh, we should talk about this. Um oh um uh Mike Wellman officially like announced that the store is gonna open in December, his shop, which I thought it was gonna be downtown LA, but it's yeah. actually gonna be in, in Long-, Long Beach.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, which is still okay.
4: Well it's great for
1: me. Right.
2: Right. Yeah, Atomic Basement is gonna be in Long Beach. Um but but yeah, I'm like that's definitely going to, I don't know, like this, what, like two, uh, two comic book stores in
1: Long Beach?
4: Yeah. Uh, one of them is worth nothing. It's garbage. <laughs> like, if he actually takes over that one, it would be great because it's a great location, great parking, great area, and I, I would go there now if it's Atomic Basement. Right. And then the other one, Pulp Fiction, is good, too. It's great. I yeah. like going there, too, but... If I have to pick over Atomic Basement and any of those two, I'm going to Atomic Basement.
2: Yeah, I just was going to say, man, like that. I feel like I don't. I I only could think of like two stores, and like neither of them are necessarily a better store than maybe a Mike Wellman store. But who knows? They might just serve different audiences.
4: Well, it's not about that. It's just you know they just have you know. It, it, it's a customer service thing. You know, I, I know Mike, I know him well through what we do here on the show, but I knew him a little before that. And then I, I know a little him, a little aside from it, you know? And I know he has a quality for dealing with people. Like as his personality. He likes, he, he enjoys selling comics to people, whether yeah, he does they're, whether they're new people, whether they're people that are buying for the first time or whether they're people he's never going to see again. They're just passing through. Like, he does a good job of interacting with the customers. Like, he's a dude that you look at him and you see, man, this guy loves having a comic book shop. And, uh, you know, I'm down for that. That's that's a good look for a comic book shop.
1: Right. So,
4: Yeah. I actually hit him up earlier today, but he didn't respond. Because I asked him, like, what area in Long Beach he's looking at. You know, like, if he actually found the spot already, and, you know, how long it's going to take to get open. Like, I want to be, I want to have my finger on the pulse of this developing story.
2: Well, he, like, I'm pretty sure the story got carried and like, you know the the comic news sites like well, leading cool hey, and whatnot. I want to
4: make the news, Larry, not read it.
1: Oh, okay. Not well. Yeah. Hopefully he'll
2: like. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I think that there was also like a uh, a press release on Facebook. Okay.
4: Does it have an address? Does it have an does it answer the questions I asked?
2: It it very well may. But I mean you I read the press
4: release and you heard the questions.
2: No, no, I, I, I didn't read the whole press release. <laughs> I just
1: read that it was Long Beach.
4: Yeah. Kind of pre
1: production. I don't
2: know what you I don't know what you want from me, I Moses. Mean, like, I mean, read doing. whole press
4: releases? Yeah. What? Like, it's it's news. Like, it's news
1: that we're going to talk about in the news segment.
4: No, I, I
0: agree with you.
4: Like, this isn't Fox News where you just read what you want to read. Like, we're fair it's and like, balanced.
2: <laughs> exactly. About comics. About, about comics,
1: specifically.
2: Yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Well, no. I'm pulling it. No, what? Too late.
4: I'm you're, pulling it up. You're pulling on it like Jeff Goldberg.
2: There it is. Yes. Oh, damn it. Okay. So it is... The store will be open from 11 to 7, seven days a week. It's 400 East 3rd Street in Long Beach. And it's going to be open Wednesday, December 4th.
4: A lot of one-way streets there, but I'll make it. (laughs) (laughs) What's so funny?
1: That you're going despite all the one-way streets.
4: I mean...
2: Every, Every Wednesday from 7 to 10, the Atomic Basement becomes the lab. A place where writers and artists can converse to experiment and hone their craft of making comic books and graphic novels, yeah, it's good stuff I'm not mad, I do want to know what happened,
4: yeah, but i mean we'll we'll get it
1: yeah that i that I agree
2: I no, no, also I, just put um a cover in the chat. Spawn 303 is gonna bring back Medieval Spawn. And there's a new redesign. So I put that in the chat so you all could take a look at that.
4: I want that toy.
2: Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Um, I was, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like Medieval (laughs)
1: Spawn.
0: Say again? It's a little dark sider-ish.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah, but it's cool, like giant-ass axe.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: Heck, reacted to that. He's hype. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, that's
2: awesome. Like, I, 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 like I feel like uh, with, with issue 300 coming out, Todd McFarland's been kind of putting out something like right at the release of each issue since 300 to kind of just like keep people's focus a little bit. That's good. Because, like, I, I bought Spawn 300, but I haven't read it yet. And I'm just thinking, like, it's going to be weird because I haven't read Spawn in a while. So I'm like, oh, I'll just drop back in and see what happens.
1: What else you got in the
0: Uh, There was a small story about what Robert Downey Jr. wished he had said at the end of Endgame and how that line it, the line that he does say came about like they uh, basically did not know what he was going to say and it like took them a while to come up with I Am Iron Man to the point where like they actually had to call everybody back in to like film it once they uh, thought of it but uh, Robert Downey Jr. says he wished he had said a oh, snap He wish he had said,
2: aw, snap?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is that real? Uh, According to the story I read. Oh, wow. I think he was joking, but that is what he said.
4: Yeah. Ahoy Comics unveils its next wave of titles.
2: Oh, nice. What are they going to be?
4: Billionaire Island. It says, Billionaire Island, a six-issue miniseries by acclaimed writer Mark Russell and artist Steve Pugh and colorist Chuck, Chris Chukri. Uh, issue one features a cover by series artist, and co-creator Steve Pugh, variant by Pia Guerra. It says, welcome to Billionaire Island where anything goes if you can afford it. But the island's ultra-rich inhabitants are about to learn that their no gotten gains come at a very high price. Billionaire Island is a savage satire that reunites the creative team behind D.C.'s The Flintstones. Billionaire Island tells the story of Freedom Unlimited, a private island created and populated by billionaires hoping to wait out the end of the world. But because they are in international waters, they're not subject to any law. Their haven is a nightmarish police state for anyone on the island who crosses it. In a broader sense, it's a series that asks the question, how does... How do we save the world when all the resources are parting offshore? Mm. And then uh, there's another issue. This is how I found out about this news story. Um, Ash and Thorn. And it's a five-issue miniseries by best-selling writer Mariah McCourt. She uh, wrote True Blood and Stitched. Um, mm. Artist Sue Lee Um she, wrote, she drew Charlie's Angels versus Bionic Woman and Mine. And uh, it says here The apocalypse is nigh, the world needs a champion, and the only heir to a sacred mystical lineage is a little old lady. Meet Lottie Thorne, reluctant savior of the world, and her also elderly trainer, Lady Peruvia Ashlington Voss. They might not look it, but these women are prepared to take on any big bad that comes along. But first, perhaps a nice cup of tea. The art is done by Jill Thompson on the covers. Oh, okay. And then there's Pen- Penultimate.
2: Penultimate? Yeah. Oh, jeez. A
4: five-issue miniseries by writer Tom Pyre, The Wrong Earth, and ad- artist Alan Robinson, Planet of the Nerds, and colorist Lee Loridge, with lettering by Rob Steen and covers by Robinson. Penultimate Penultimate Man is the greatest best looking and most admired superhero in the world Penultimate is the next to last stage in human evolution So how can he stop hating himself? Only Penultimate's android understudy Anti-Penultimate knows the answer or at least he thinks he does Penultimate is the next to last stage uh, That's repeating His one chance for peace is to deny the haters and admirers alike and discover who he really is if he only knew how to be. That one sounds like an interesting one. Uh, Second coming. We're do, Is that getting, about Jeff Goldblum? No, that's the the Jesus book that didn't get turned. Didn't, they didn't do it in Vertigo, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the collected edition is coming out
1: too. So. Oh wow. They're they're doing it as, as a whole volume. Yeah, that's coming at you from the Hoyt comics. That's cool.
4: Didn't you guys see the trailer for Harley Quinn? That debut on the DC Universe app. Did it really? Yeah.
2: No, I didn't see it. Me either.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, I just get to the series already.
2: <laughs> that's been a while, right?
4: Yeah, they've been talking about this
1: cartoon like it's the... Second coming of Mashiach. Is, isn't it supposed to start at the end of the month?
4: Yeah, but I felt like it's no. supposed to be the end of the month for like last year.
1: I thought they said the end of November.
4: They also announced season three of Titan. When I read that news story, I was excited until I watched that new episode.
1: <laughs> Rough. Uh,
4: it says right here, GZ Doctor Forever chat says Downey Jr wanted to say snap crackle pop and biatch. Um, he was on the People's Choice Awards recently.
2: And what happened?
4: He thanked Stanley, but not not Jack.
2: Oh, that's unfortunate,
4: and you know what with Disney Plus, I watched that silver surfer again, uh-huh, and that shit, man, that Kirby crackle and full animation is the shit, <laughs> especially after you smoked some granddaddy
1: perp
2: <laughs> well, like we'll have to we'll have to. Has, I'll, I'll do that together and watch a, has that a Kirby better, Crackle. Has a
4: better Thanos than Endgame.
2: Does, Does it really?
4: Have, well, yeah, because it has real Thanos. Classic Thanos. Yeah. I'm
2: not mad at that. The real Thanos. Where, look, I'm sure his gems are all the right color.
4: Well, he ain't even worried about the gems at that point. Like, this is Thanos being, like, like pirate, warlord, Thanos. Hmm. It has ego in it, too. Like, real ego. <laughs> Alright. Anybody got anything else? We
1: could, we could do some wrap-up music.
4: If, if you're ready, it's about that time.
2: Yeah, let's go for it.
4: Tiger Claw has to go to sleep. <laughs> uh Heck and chat says ninety Silver Surfer was awesome, but the story was fucking slow. But, I mean, that shit was, like, almost, like, page the screen. Like, that, that's the... That was the beauty of it, you know? Like, I... It was so Kirby-ish that, like, I doubt anything will ever be that Kirby-ish. Especially now with Disney doing everything, like...
2: Yeah. I mean, but but realistically, though, like, Kirby is supposed to be comics, though, right? Like, well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go back and look at that Silver Surfer. And, yeah, and, shut the and fuck see. up
4: and watch that cartoon first before you I say will, any shit. Because I mean, you saw I, Inhumans. I Inhumans are like you wish Kirby wasn't stuck to comics. You know what I mean? Like, if th- that shit should have been mad Kirbyish in design.
2: Yeah, that's true.
4: Like that would have saved the horrible. Like if it if they looked how they're supposed to look, you would have at least wanted to watch more. Even if it was bad.
1: Nah. I don't know. I don't, it
4: was I, pretty don't have, like, I don't have faith because of that. I don't have faith in that. I don't have faith in Eternals. I don't have faith in New Gods. You
2: like, can watch that on Disney Plus too. What? Inhuman.
4: Oh, I'm not watching.
2: It's there. I don't need to watch it's it. It's your they, name. Look,
4: there's so many good Inhumans comics. Like, there, There's some of those books that never really turn crappy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, no, I know what uh, mean. So there's like I still haven't read all of those, so I could just like if I want Inhumans I'll just read those.
2: That sounds fair.
4: Pirate Warlord Hex says uh yeah, visually it's better than ninety percent of the shit that came out between then and now. I, <laughs> I love how he changed his name to Pirate Warlord Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Thanos. Yep. That's my Thanos. <laughs>
2: This my, is my favorite 90s sitcom. <laughs> Alright. Uh, what are we doing for thoughts Final Thoughts? I'm
4: not playing music. But I'm just going to add it
2: in, the movie, since You guys can't hear it. Anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want me to do it? I'll do it. What?
4: Dun, 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 nah, dun, dun, nah, nah. Just give me your final dun, thought, dun, motherfucker. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Larry, final thoughts.
2: Uh, final thoughts. Uh, you know what, Good people. Be kind to one another. It doesn't take a lot of effort. Just do it. Try it. See how your life turns out.
4: Joe, any final thoughts?
0: Um, I have one, but now I'm too busy trying to think of how to be kind.
4: (laughs) Well, it used to be you could rewind. Be kind and rewind with your... Videotapes, but that's not the
1: case. That was such a
0: good movie. Yeah, huh?
4: (laughs) But yeah, and then as for me, my final thought is uh, I actually, one of my clients has been battling male breast cancer, and his hair is finally starting to grow back, so that was a good experience today to watch him kind of, you know, start to beat that fight. And then you think about male breast cancer, like you know, there, there's breast cancer awareness month for women and stuff, but there's not breast cancer awareness for men. You know, nobody talks about it because the men that have it are too ashamed. And don't be ashamed. Let that shit know, man. You can get screened. And shit. Then I heard on the Howard Stern show today that well, a dude has male uterine cancer, and it's the cancer that women get in uterus, Lyomyosarcoma. And he's got that shit. It, it, you know, he doesn't have a uterus, so it wrapped around his pelvic bone and around his, his kidneys and liver. And he just found a way because he couldn't find the uterus. So he's got male uterine cancer. Absolute. Yeah, and because, you know, because it's uterine cancer, he, nobody knows how to deal with it. So now it, he, he went from having 15 months to five years of life to, you know, he's got like three months left. And it's fucked up. And being November... You know, they say it's, you know, No Shave No Member for, for Prostate Awareness Month for men. And it's like, fuck that. You know, then you got these motherfuckers saying no nut November. But if, if really this month is about the prostate awareness, prostate cancer awareness, if you know, if you're aware of prostate cancer, you know, you got to, the doctors say you got to bust 27 nuts a month for proper prostate health. So don't fall into this no-nut November bullshit. That's my final thought. All this to say, don't fall into that no-nut November bullshit. It's fine if you don't want to shave, but you got to get that nut and get it like gold blue.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's the, the title of the episode, <laughs> get it like gold blue. Nah, it's not
4: as funny. <laughs> it, like, it, you got to wait till the end so they can get it. Like Nobody's going to stick around for them. <laughs> uh, but as usual, follow us on social media. You'll get updates. You'll get a sense of what we're going to be talking about. Or you can tell us what to talk about or what would you like. You know, yeah, questions, whatever the fuck. And uh, catch us here live Wednesdays on allgames.com.